Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's, let's, let's do a little sidetrack here. Why do you hate the gummy ship part? The gummy ship part it was probably one of the best things of Oh King my Hearts. god, we oh, cannot be friends. You are like, just... I, I'm with Taylor on this one. No, especially King Hearts, in King Hearts 2. In King was... Hearts 2, you could you could customize that shit way better. It, was... it actually felt like there's more of a point. The gummy ship served as a purpose to give Chip and Dale a reason to stay in the series. <laughs> yes. Other than that, there was no purpose. Hey. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Anime Izuka Podcast, week four of the spring 2021 season. On this show, we'll be discussing the current season anime airing our week. I'm your host, David, and joining today, we have Stren. Hello. Next up, we have Ku. Yo, yo. Next up, we have Taylor. Hello. And finally, we have Justin. Hey, guys. All right. Uh, no anime news this week, so we just got to jump right into our anime discussions. Let's go to the first show. Let's talk about Nomad Mega Blocks 2. Oh man, this episode. <laughs> so, so this arc, good. This arc, I think it's still gonna. I think it's gonna still be very strong. No, with definitely. That, with the uh, with that beginning, um, God, was did it, I don't know if anybody did anybody of of us like say that it was gonna be um cancer or was it the the typhoon? I mean, what'd you guys guess? I don't think any of us really speculated pops like what okay. it occurred, but. You know, now that you say like it, it does bring back, you know, the whole entry into the season where the first thing they mention is, you know, the typhoon and the yeah. like effects that it had on people. But, you know, until today's episode, we'd never had that direct correlation that oh, you know, I that kind of played a major role into it. The typhoon. Right. So mm-hmm. that was the way that yeah, they opened up the first episode. Yeah, I do remember that. I don't know if it was just to kind of maybe throw us off just to, like not like the real kind of like the real story. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, th- I think we we pretty much got the idea of like what ha- like uh like what ha- ended up happening. The, even like like uh, was it the like the the side that that Sachio and um and Joe were both taking? You normally think they would be like reversed, where it was actually like uh where they were both taking it completely differently. Where there was where basically Sachio like really like actually recognized like the the whole situation, what was gonna like what was happening, and then he you know he just kind of stood by when basically then uh when Joe just. Was doing his own thing, mainly, I, mainly just kind of keeping his mind off of the it just, subject. It, it feels like like everyone just like took took the shit on like Joe. For, like I didn't really feel like it was like I mean that I don't know. Like I didn't feel like what he did was that wrong because Pops wanted him to like to fight anyways, and like and and then yeah, he was doing it just to see if he can help out. So I don't know. It feels really weird to like just see everyone just gang up on Joe like this. Like I don't know. I just yeah. I thought that was weird. What? I'm sorry. I'll, I'll actually let you guys go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess I can kind of understand where where Sachio is coming from because he is the one, you know, that continued to visit. You know, after Joe had already come to him and said like, "Hey, I want to do this fight." You know, yeah. do I have your support? And he's like, "Yeah, go for it." Um, and then you know, obviously, as Sachio started to visit, he was having more and more complications, and there wasn't, you know, really any certainty of if he'd even make it. You know, after the fight to get that continued treatment. So I can get where Satio is coming from. I think it's something that for Joe, it's, you know, what he's always known, like up to that point, like, you know, fighting is kind of his way to make things happen. So um, I'm not surprised. It kind of went that way. I'm not surprised by Joe's actions of 
continuing to focus on this fight because for him he is looking at like the larger picture of sorts of keeping the uh, pops alive where um then to Sachio's credit you know he's focusing on more of that direct connection because i feel like Sachio had a much more emotional connection than joe did in a sense but like it really it took more, him dying but i think it was more realistic kind of like more realistic as well mm-hmm. or uh, where Sachio was taking more of the realistic approach yeah. when i think joe was well the only the only thing that I, I thought of like with the whole thing with joe and Sachio is where like joe like recognized like that uh you know like the the situation that pops was in and it wasn't it was pretty bad and i, I think it was more just like one keeping his mind off of it or he or he just couldn't stand he couldn't like bring himself to be around him just because of uh um he just you know what what was happening and what was going to happen yeah i get that but it just seems like not just sasha like everyone was just um ganging up on on uh just on joe so i don't know i just felt like it was really unfair in that sort of like balance or like where like it seems like it seems like you know like uh like all the kids and Aragagi like they all like want just blame Joe for not being there. It's like right, and that just led him to like the whole path of um of uh you know the whole like issues with him being addicted to painkillers and like being on being on the road. So right, mm-hmm. also. I mean, it's a different viewpoint of like you know kids versus adults as well. Not that Joe's like you know he's still obviously in kind of his later years where i wouldn't say he's no like he's not old by any means but it is that difference of of viewpoints as well um but no i'm definitely interested to see where things go from here especially you know when we got that reintroduction to Sachio when he returns you know to the gym when joe's sleeping overnight and just starts beating the ever-living crap out of him i was gonna say like how the hell is this even if he's older how the hell is he beating up joe like even if he's uh mega box fighter it's like i don't know yeah i don't buy I wasn't that, expecting that much of a one-sided beating you know well i just think one it was about you know the shot the shock of seeing him and another one it's also like you know recognizing that it's sachio so like i it's almost like i'm sure he's not just gonna take a I swing guess, at him but like he, mm-hmm. he got like like bruised and like bloodied like in his face so i don't know yeah um it's definitely interesting to see sachio going down the same route as joe because, you know, as we saw towards the end of the episode, um, he's now, you know, entering into these underground fights, very similar to Joe was doing. And I'm sure there's going to be some kind of um, conflict point or, or point that comes to a head where, you know, Joe's going to kind of have to get him out of that scene because it looks like, you know, he's obviously fighting for some pretty shady dudes in right. this underground ring. So, yeah. So- I wonder if the stories just shift to like Joe now being the coach for Sachio, even if he hates him, but. Do you think it's gonna be more like a mentorship with Sachio and uh, and Joe or no? Kind of feel, I mean, it kind of feels mm. like that's what they're setting like that's what they're setting up with before with Chief, and now it seems like it just got passed on to Sachio. So, yeah, that would make sense, I guess. And like, I guess the other thing is like, if it does become that mentorship and you know, coach or fighter relationship again, now with Joe being in the coaching spot, um, I I wonder because do we know how much time had passed between? when pops died to when you know we first see joe and like everything obviously it's been I like think... yeah i wanted to say five years or yeah. something I think like he that left so, like five years ago five, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so that makes me wonder um is that uh edison lou fighter still probably like holding it down from like the megalo box standpoint and now is it going to be you know Sachio getting involved in the megalomania and then potentially fighting 
Edison Liu, where originally, you know, Joe was supposed to fight him. Because oh, um, I feel yeah. like that would make more sense because I feel like they're going to bring back Yuri. Like, they have to have Yuri come back in and some sort of like coaching. His... Either coaching or he just has to have his reunion with Joe. I feel like that's where this show is really kind of now going towards is like, okay, we're, we're seeing the different reunions of characters. And, right. you know, they specifically mentioned like, oh, it'd be great for you, you know, to fight against Edison Liu because he's Yuri's protege. Mm-hmm. And just the connection, you know, that we got from season one between Yuri and yeah. Joe. Well, I mean, I don't think if if Yuri comes back, one, I don't think he's gonna be fighting. He was like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so that's gonna be the difference then, right? So it's gonna be you know Joe and Yuri in the coaching spots, and then potentially Sachio. And if this Edison Liu guy is still, you know, fighting, then I could see that kind of be the um like pinnacle or climax of this season if they want to go that route. Yeah, I uh, I just don't think. Well, one, I don't think I don't think Sachio would be the one doing the fighting though. Um, I feel like it would have to be Joe. Like, it's like Sachio's so far behind. I yeah. think with uh, he's not he's not no, meant to be a fighter either. Definitely. So, so yeah. yeah, if that were case, then then I could see you know Joe just saying like, "Hey, you don't want to go down this route," getting him out of the sketchy fighting, and then it going back to what it was where you know Joe's now fighting and he's going to use uh, Chiefs. Um, Megalo gear. gear that yeah. he was gifted are given, um, and then Sakio will be his coach. So. That's what I was. That's what I was thinking. Like the most likely. But what would be? What would get? What would get Joe back in it though? Like what maybe would be, like, maybe the, wanting to rebuild the gym because you know like at the end he was, crazy he, was, money. he was digging yeah. out the sign. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I could see that being a driving factor is he wants to, you know, rebuild what everyone else kind of viewed him as destroying by what he did. You know, the, the I'll say like here, so. for the rest of the season, I guess this arc, like I'm kind of worried, like that, like I don't know, I just, the whole attitude like towards Joe just kind of turned me off. So I'm hoping that doesn't bother me personally. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't know, I hope like I get to enjoy more of the season because I really enjoyed the first arc. So hopefully we we'll see like Makes more sense. more backstory. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Um, other than that. I don't have much else from this episode, you know, yeah. obviously continuing to do very well and, yeah. you know, shine in its its own place or its unique kind of focus. So just looking forward to them keeping it up there. Yep. It's still a huge surprise. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's going to be it for Mango Box 2. Uh, move on to our next show. Let's talk about Nagatoro. Even though, like... It feels, I don't know, it just feels like it's been the same for a while, so I don't have anything new to add for this week. Well, you know what they say, David. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. All right. Uh, but, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you do get more fan service, so I'm not complaining. I don't know if anyone else is complaining. No, no complaints. Um... Yeah, I don't really have anything to add this week either. I mean, I'm I still like it. Like I'm enjoying it. Like I smile and I think it's cute sometimes. Um, just but like David said, it's just kind of more of more of the same. More of the same. I don't know. Like I mean, comedy is mm-hmm. good, but like I feel like it hasn't been anything new. So like, although I do hate the uh, the friends more oh, more of each episode. Like I seriously thought that it wasn't going to occur where. Uh, Hachi would touch the girl's breast, even though it was just bread. But I thought that for sure uh, Nagatoro would have popped them before then and stopped them with like a roundhouse kick or something of that nature. Mm. But uh, yeah, I guess she's not always going to be there to stop them. 
So uh, I guess that just goes to show that they're going to be able to get away with more things as time goes on. And if anything, I'm assuming their friendship is going to break up later, like towards the end, I guess. Or like she would have to have to give them a serious talk down so they don't do things like that again. Because obviously she really likes the guy, right? And I'm assuming her friends know as well. A talk down seems like it seems like she's just the type. I don't know. I don't know Uh, either. Actually, go either way for me. No. I think it'd be interesting if this show also kind of delved into like toxic friendships because that's definitely a thing and that's definitely what they're in. <laughs> like yeah. that's a mm-hmm. shitty friendship. Her friend number one, her friends are already shitty people to begin with. So they're definitely gonna be <laughs> shitty just, friends. Just that gallery Whoa, stereotypes. Strong words. I mean I mean they're kind strong of words. <laughs> I mean she already she already I've kind of like um was pissed at them at the lunch table last episode, so mm-hmm. Yeah, and then they did it again without her around. Like they're not good people, so See, see, the last time it was kind of just playful tendencies, and now that it should have been known that uh, with the way she reacted to them last time, that they wouldn't do it again. But this is what pushed it over the like the limit, I think. So I think at this point, that's where anything goes. But before it was more of just playful, uh, like poking. So, um, but yeah, but yeah, but for sure though, this by the fact that they're they're kind of scummy as friends. So. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see what happens, I guess. I still want to give shout outs to the animation because like they had like the like the sunlight effect going on in the room it looked really nice. Like I still don't understand why this show has such good budget for animation, but there it is. So it looks really nice. I feel like um the like MC got like none of that budget. I feel like he's like the most basic thing in every single episode. <laughs> he has to be though. I I would I would imagine he has to be is he, right because he's like, like, is he is he the self insert? Is that why? I guess so, because I was like, I was like looking at her, and I was like counting the number of different colored like highlights she had in her eyeballs, and it was like twenty something at one point. And he just has black dots always, basically. Mm-hmm. Like it's like good enough. <laughs> well, like like her hair too is like really nicely like 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 mm-hmm. drawn, and his hair is like such a fucking mess and just so generic looking so dude even even the 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 uh the sketch of her in in the anime looks better than he does like the budget <laughs> totally goes all into nagatoro they know their audience which, again, i can't really complain they know the but audience. yeah just hey, man. just just the range that you get with this character oh it's it's lovely that's how that's how it always goes cool dudes never get budgets uh, unless you're some other uh edgy mc character that i won't say here but uh, uh we would like to have a word with you. <laughs> Dude, again, all the budget noches. Right. All the fajoshis. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's fine, though, just because, again, the focus is more of the fact that, you know, insert lame guy here, and then here's this dominant female character that's super popular, super uh, pretty, and uh, she seems to be interested in this guy for some odd reason. So uh, I think it drives the point home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's all I've got. Yeah, I don't have much to say, so just keep looking forward to the rest of the season. Still calling it the meme show. I I haven't checked any of like I don't know like if it's because anyone's changed their profile pictures or not, but I'm pretty sure it's still popular, so mm, I'm pretty sure it's popular for a certain group of people. Okay. So. We'll leave it yeah. at that then. Alright, that's gonna be <laughs> it for Nagotoro son then. Let's move on to our next show. <laughs> Like, well, I'm a spider, so what? Oh man. Oof. Well, this week they decided to take a play out of a uh, Shield Heroes book where uh, 
They took a character that uh, was a monster and decided to have them take on a human form in a very, you know, cute human form, to say mm-hmm. the least. So um, that was definitely, uh, I guess, not a surprise, but a, a pleasant addition to the ensemble of characters that we get to have in this wonderful show. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, uh, I felt like the balance between Kumiko and the human side was obviously better this week than it was oh, sure. uh, last yeah. week. Mm-hmm. Um, and overall, um, you know, some parts were a little bit fan servicey, obviously with, you know, Faye's new uh, glow up of sorts to her human form. Um, but also with our uh, our beach-esque episode that we kind of got, you know, uh, mixed in as they were trying to head towards uh, the labyrinth area. But um, the last thing I-, I would say just for me from this week's episode was, um, I guess I wasn't surprised by the very end when we see uh, Kumiko facing off with the Demon Lord character. Mm-hmm. And I would say the only reason that I wasn't surprised, and I know, you know, in previous uh, weeks, Ku, um, I originally had thought that they were potentially different characters, and the only reason I had thought that or was based off like a comment somebody made when we first saw the Demon Lord, and they're just like, "Oh, hey, you guys mistaked Kumiko for the Demon Lord." So I kind of got spoiled oh, in that regard. Damn you, guy! <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I mean, no worries to them. It's my own kind of fault there, but uh, right, it, it was something that I guess when I saw it, I was just like, "Okay." Like, I, w- I was hoping it wasn't a spoiler, but it turned out to be. <laughs> I mean, it, it, overall, I think the, the next reasonable idea or concept would be the fact that um, since Kumiko's immortal now, she can't really die. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't overcome anything, right? I could, like, throw cement over your legs, you know, have it throw you in the ocean. You'll be immortal, but you're pretty much screwed for the rest of your life. <laughs> Uh, so that was like a weird gimmicky thing to give to her. I don't know how that's going to help her with this upcoming fight, but the only thing I could think of is maybe she transferred her mindset over to the Demon Lord. Uh, Mm. otherwise, how would she know of like the people who are reincarnated, right? Unless the Demon Lord is some other character from the real world that was reincarnated in this world. So, um, I'm still having given up the fact that maybe Kumiko did become the next demon lord but yeah it's it's kind of up in the air right now right throws you a little bit for a loop now and now it's like all right how will we get that yeah. explanation and now to your point obviously with kumiko's new immortality ability where can she go with that obviously you know there is the potential for more than just being able to you know live forever maybe it is you know some, some mind transfer things and other stuff of that sort so mm-hmm. we will see we will see um but uh, what what did you think of uh, Faye's, you know, new form? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, I've always thought Faye was a bitch. So the fact that she got her human form back was was kind of lame. But it gave me hope that if she was able to get a humanoid form, Kumiko would be able to get a humanoid form as well, right? Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm waiting for. Hopefully okay. it's, it was that girl that had the long white hair that was next to uh, uh, Ariel, the demon lord. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, it was kind of a weird design too, right? Like, I've seen some hybrid humanoid, like dragonoid forms, mm-hmm. and uh, it looks pretty weird. I'm not gonna lie, because she yeah. doesn't have her wings up like on the back of her, like yeah, it's like on the sides, right? Side and middle, like, yeah, 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 yeah. So that's kind of a weird design. Yeah, it'll also be weird too, like 
just with that whole like shape shifting aspect of it now because obviously you know when mm-hmm. when shit hits the fan i'm sure well actually no i guess i shouldn't say that because she did use like the dragon beam or whatever when they were swimming underwater and fighting against the uh the water dragon, water so dragon? yeah maybe she is just gonna stay in that human form now it won't be any like anamorph type focus of going from you know this human character to the demon or not demon but to the dragon character things like that so mm-hmm. um yeah otherwise um i'm glad obviously you know the pacing continues to move forward i know realistically we didn't get a whole lot in terms of like them heading to their next destination um but i'll, I'll definitely take it you know over last week where <laughs> to take david's words not really much happened so uh right. this week uh this week was definitely uh a plus so yeah they also dropped a bombshell as well right uh we did confirm that the class did die because apparently the demon mm, lord right. and the hero fought and they were trying to do something and it spilled over to the real world which i still don't get like this week's episode was such a like like drop of like lore like it was just big lore dump that I'm still trying to figure out exactly what's going on because apparently this is a, a system that's been under administration with D and some other people, mm-hmm. and apparently it spilled out of their their universe in a sense into the real world. It's kind of like it kind of reminds me of Digimon, right? In a sense where it's like the digital world and it kind of like was able to seep into the real world mm-hmm. and it affected them. Uh, so now we need to know what's going on. Apparently, D was one of the students in the real world, and uh, we need to figure out who that was. And uh, yeah, there's there there's so much that's going on that they kind of just dropped it and then just left you off with this like crazy cliffhanger. Like, what's yeah. going to happen next? So yeah, for sure. So um, yeah. again, you know, glad we have a, a lot of episodes still to work with to to get those answers and. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, I think the the one great thing of this show is that um, apart from, you know, the, the good balance of, you know, comedy, action and everything that we get to see, you know, we do have uh, a lot of mystery still to, to unpack of what this world really is. And like you said, are they taking kind of like a, a Digimon-esque focus where there's, you know, the larger people at play now with these administrators and even mm-hmm. furthermore, you know, who exactly these administrators could be because mm-hmm. I feel like for the most part of the uh characters from the classroom that we did see um you know we at least know from them like which ones they were but i guess you know we still don't know of the 26 there's probably still like a handful still that we haven't really gotten much information about so interested to see yeah but yeah well hopefully we'll see we'll get more info with the next episode definitely definitely all right, so we're in it there for Amaspar. So what? Move on to our next show. Let's talk about Hige Hero. Ooh, ooh, Goto coming out swinging hard. Jeez, oh my yeah. goodness. There's hope, guys. There's yeah. Hope. Ah no. Like, um, I, I want to say first that Ku. I know she's her girl and all, but also dirty what she did. Like that, that was a bitch move. God, it was. It definitely was. <laughs> But, you know, yeah. I respect Yoshida's response to that. And with the conclusion that we got, I'm okay with it. Dude, the conclusion was kind of dumb. It's just like, <laughs> oh, I really was, like you. You're pretty dumb, but, but I'm okay with it. 
oh it, 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 the whole thing was just like I, I like i like you but i'll actually like uh you know come back i'll, I'll get back to you when i actually like want to date you or whatever it was yeah i thought like what the fuck like that was like that whole thing was just really weird it's dirty man. well again um, she, she is still his that was a boss demo. she is still his boss so yeah, that don't matter I'm going to let it slap i mean you can't really have a relationship with your boss yeah they go out to eat all the time right, yeah they've but already got co-workers that's fine but if oh, you want to have relationships oh, okay Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot I was speaking to children I mean, here. I guess, I guess with, you know, taking taking the office politics out of everything, I I am glad that there are those other avenues now. I guess for for Yoshida to explore, in a sense, for lack of a better word. Um, I thought the uh, other high school girl was was a nice addition, you know, to have to to the cast here because I'm sure, you know, she's obviously shown that you know she wasn't buying the lies that um, Sayu and Yoshida were originally trying to feed her. Um, and especially, you know, when she was having that final conversation as Yoshida was walking her to the uh, the train station and sorts, and then just both, like, leveling with each other, like, all right, we're not going to put up with any BS on either of our ends. Uh, right. But the real thing that stood out for me from this week's episode was the very end, um, when we got oh, yeah. the brief flashbacks of Sayu's high school life. And um, correct me if I'm wrong, I wanted to say that from that flashback, it almost seemed like, you know, one of her classmates was, like, standing on the edge of a school roof. So, assuming they're going with that usual route of, you know, <laughs> typically there's some series of events that lead to, you know, a classmate, friend committing suicide. And again, that's probably me just having Wonder Egg priority stuck in my mind. Oh, and so, fresh. <laughs> so, I can't help but think, this like, all like, right, here we go. Like, I know, like, this episode focuses a lot on Yoshida, but I still think, like, this show is mainly about, like, Sayu's, like, character development so we gotta know what's yeah. going on with her and all that so i want like when i when uh when you kind of bring that up i wonder if like she feels somewhat like somewhat responsible for you know we're, we're if we're just assuming you know she jumped um then that would maybe cause her to run you know run away kind of start everything probably yeah um also one of the things we were wrong about that i don't think sayu goes back to school anymore she just gets a part-time job <laughs> yeah I, uh, I don't think she's gonna do high school but you know who knows but i guess there's always that chance uh the opening does i feel like there wasn't like a scene in the opening where she's walking to school in a sense but that could just be a flashback oh never mind then no no but that, that could no, just no, be no. a flashback because like, we, we, be we do based have on the flashbacks that we saw at the end yeah, of this episode we right. do need to figure out what causes suicide how it occurred and what caused like Sayu to run away from home which i'm i'm sure it's tied to the suicide somehow so yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, should be interesting to say at least. Yeah. Hopefully they do it better than one or eight priority, but we'll <laughs> we'll wait until we get there. Yeah. I'm yeah. just we have a little bit more time than one or eight does. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just yeah, I just keep saying it like we just need more Sayu backstory because it's been really focused on Yoshida. So Yeah, and then yeah. basically the the D of a boss. <laughs> Go what is it? Go, what was her name? Go Goto. Both Goto. 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 Okay. Man, I was about to say that, and then I immediately thought, like, no, that's jujitsu. <laughs> I like, but, that's, I think, but anyway, yes. she's the yes. one you can marry. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Even though basically it, the only reason I don't know. Do you guys believe it that she basically was just like shy about it or whatever before? Oh hell and, no. Uh, okay. <laughs> I didn't uh, think so. Well, <laughs> and it's two this can up, play this game, sir. Like, oh, he's looking, he's looking well, clean now. In this type yeah. of manga, it's like I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, I don't know, like. I think for me, uh, kind of like what you're saying, I, I'm more invested in Sayu's backstory kind yeah. of at this point. And 
Yoshida, like, obviously all his interactions with um, Sayu and him kind of probably being the one that really continues to help her out a lot. I honestly could care less like, about the relationship well, between Yoshida I, and Goto. Like, I, just, I just feel like Sayu's just, just... She's, like, the most... She's there to block everything. She's, like, the most important person in the story because, like, Yoshida's just a normal guy, so... Like, the show yeah. is really all about Sayu, and... So, I don't know. To, like, to be fair, it's still... I want to say it's a strong 50-50, so... Oh, for sure. Yeah, 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 in terms of who ends up being with each other at the end of the day. Right. So, yeah. I really uh, don't have... Who knows? <laughs> I don't really have much. Like, uh, when I, I was just, like, so triggered by uh by, by Goto, I was just, most like... Of the episodes, yeah, most of my thoughts were just from Goto, so, but I guess... I, don't I need to repeat them here. No, no, so. no, you guys don't get it, right? Like the whole time that they were having dinner, I was kind of like, yo, yo, don't be that guy, Yoshida. I have so much respect for you. Don't be the guy that just fall heads over heels and just accept the answer. Fight back, my guy. Well, and, then he I shot, mean, and then he shot back. Sure. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Sure, Let's go. He, did, he still did that, but he, he still like. Back. Yeah, he, he shot back. back and be, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she also pulled back by saying, ah, you know, I explained her what I'm ready to date. I'm like, this is the dumbest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I respect that because she is my boss. You know, I respect that. But like I said, you want to play games? I could play games. You know, I'm sure Yoshida is ready to play games too. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how or it goes. You could just, you yeah, know, she's getting, do other she's getting mommy vibes instead of your, of your relationships. Yeah, there's yeah. some mommy vibes, but I would definitely take Goto over mommy. <laughs> I think we definitely haven't seen the last of Goto in terms of Absolutely the, well, the BS over. that she's gonna pull. Yeah, yeah she is. Oh over. right, right. Yeah, yeah. that's where it ended. So, yeah, yeah she'll probably do some. Yeah, some stuff. So yeah, we'll we'll see. Yeah. Like if anything, Goto might be the one that reports like their relationship to the cops or whatever. Oh man. Then what if things? What file, happens? File a missing person report, <laughs> like the bitch she is. Like I said, two can play this game. All right. I don't know uh, what more you can do when that happens. But that's just me. All right. But can we all give RIP to Mishima, like the other girl? Because she stands no chance at this point. So oh, yeah. she's just she's, she's, she's the only like, viable person in the show, and she's not gonna get. She's not gonna win. I don't. Right. I don't. Sadly. Or you're yeah. Somebody's got to be the loser. Well, this one probably multiple. You know, uh, there's gonna be multiple losers for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> well, we think. We shall. <laughs> Unless see. it goes off the rails. We yeah. shall see. <laughs> that's all I got. Yeah, uh, that's it. Same. That's, same. that's it for Hige Hero. We'll continue the trauma next week. Let's uh, move on to our next show. Uh, let's talk about Moriari um, the Patriot. And I just realized I forgot to watch this week's episode. So, rip. Oh, oh my lord, David. You, you had one carry. job. I know, right? I, t- I don't know why I forgot, but I forget. So just spoil me anyways. I don't really care. So. Oh, dude. dude. Um, I thought this episode was decent. I mean, it was more of a fun episode where we get to see the plan of, you know, Moriarty kind of come to life of how they're dealing with the um, ongoing conflict of Jack the Ripper and how... Um, it's basically being used as a tool to pit the locals of this area of England against um, Scotland Yard and, you know, kind of bring about a English revolution of sorts on a smaller scale. Um, so I don't know. It was a fun episode for me to kind of turn my brain off 
with a lot of the action that was going on. There was one particular scene that was absolutely absurd. Yes, <laughs> oh I'm sure you know God. what I'm referring to. I was um, losing my mind. <laughs> yeah, that part was definitely unnecessary. I felt like they could have done it in a better manner of sorts. But well, I mean, hey. if, it, if the guy, if an old man can jump off of like, a, I don't know, 20 story high building and land on his feet and be just fine. I don't know why you have an issue with that. Just that, that's true. He did. He did. To your credit, Taylor, he did, you know, jam his knife into the wall, jump off the knife over like, you know, 30 people. And yeah, this guy's got to be pushing like, I don't know, 70? 60, 70. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, he's no spring chicken by any means, but you know, Hey, he is the original Jack the Ripper. So we'll give it to him. Um, but overall, I, I think it was just, you know, a fine episode. Um, I think it just kind of gave credit of kind of the Lord of crime group continuing to drive towards their ideologies. Um, and then, you know, we did kind of have the involvement of Holmes at the end in him, understanding that this was completely kind of another test of Moriarty's to kind of get them into play. But uh, the thing that I enjoyed at the kind of like middle towards end of the episode was the introduction of, um, I have the name here, Charles Augustus Milverton. Um, and so I had no idea who this individual was. I actually Googled their name. So they are, you know, a prominent character in the Sherlock Holmes series of stories. Um, and without any spoilers of sorts, they are the master of, I think it was either like, what was it? It's either like manipulation or blackmail. So sense with what we got from this week's episode, because we saw that the group that was creating this, you know, foe, um, Jack the Ripper, um, they were obviously having their strings pulled by another higher individual who is this Charles person. And at the end as well, we saw Charles was outside of the door of the like Scotland Yard precinct when one of the like commanders was really upset that mm -hmm. that kind of had all like foiled from their plans. So, yeah, overall, just another decent episode. Nothing too spectacular, but you know, it always looks really pretty when, when they're doing it and animating it, so. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I'm committed, and I, I enjoy the characters, um, but it's getting a little bit to the point where they're testing my patience a little bit much for my taste. Um, that moment near the end that you mentioned definitely makes the list of, like, I don't know, like this show i feel like it doesn't have supernatural elements it doesn't have powers it doesn't have any of those things so it bothers me when there's stuff that's so obviously completely unrealistic because i feel yeah. like that's not how they start that's not the tone that they started out with for the show so that bothers me i, I mean i think and i think that's just a personal preference i can't really say that i deduct points for the show because i think some people are a lot of people are totally okay with it but it, it just irks me and then another thing, too, is near the beginning of the episode, another prostitute gets killed, I think, or something. And you hear um, you hear the the lords of crime, all of them talking about, well, this is a setup. Nothing else happens. They have no other information. They just know that it's somebody that's orchestrating this. And I just felt like they really had nothing to go off of. 
Yeah. And I, I don't buy that anybody could come to the conclusion that they did with what information they were given. They even knowing were... that they, they, they knew the original Jack the Ripper, even they said themselves, that's probably not even a connection. So there's nothing to be gained from that. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like they do that for both Moriarty and Holmes. Sure. You know, Holmes mm-hmm. definitely gives, I think, you know, more credit towards the obvious ex- explanation of, like, deduction, which is really great. And then to your point, Taylor, like, with Moriarty and their group, like, there is none of that. It's mm-hmm. just a, oh, I wonder what's going on. You know, deadpan to Moriarty, and he's like, oh, of course, <laughs> this you know, is this is going what's on. going on. And it's like, all right, dude, like, you know, you can just do everything. Like, that's cool. So <laughs> I-, I totally agree with you that it's a little little sloppy, uh, uh, to say the least. Um, I think the other thing, and, and not that it's, like, a huge deal, but I don't know why, like, whenever I think of Luis, his brother, like, mm-hmm. I don't expect him to just be, like, this absolute badass that has, like, the same <laughs> kind of level of skills as, like, everybody mm-hmm. else. But, you know, this scene, we saw that when they kind of crashed the party of, the, you know, the the group responsible for this fake Jack the River, his brother just goes absolutely ham mm-hmm. and takes out, like, five different people, just, like, mercilessly killing them all. Yeah. So. I know. That took me by surprise, too. I thought he was sick. Like, I thought he was yeah. sickly or something. I, I knew he was that? sick in the beginning, and I couldn't remember if they said, like, you know, after that event, he eventually mm-hmm. got the uh, surgery or procedure that he needed. But, yeah, totally to your point, it's like, yeah, this guy was, like, definitely sick as a child, had, like, mm-hmm. all these issues, and now here he is, just a, a top assassin, <laughs> you know? Um, but I guess maybe that gives credit to last week's episode when they said, you know, when they first met Jack the Ripper, and mm-hmm. he took them under their wing and, like, trained them how yeah. to kill more efficiently, but... No, totally to your point, Kayla. It's definitely getting to the point of not being as, like, what's the word I want to use? It's less mystery. It's more just, yeah. like, let us tell you what's happening and you can enjoy this banter. And I feel like I would prefer, and I feel like David mentioned this actually pretty early on in season one, of, like, I would prefer for them to actually, like, provide you some clues as to what's going on so we as the audience could try to deduct something and then yeah, have totally. these reveals at the end of the episode that's why, you know that's what why i mean I season one yeah yep. yeah no that and that for me it's like if not if you're not gonna do that mystery aspect at least have the death note mind games but it's you like we're doing that with with mm-hmm. sherlock and moriarty because they're not even fighting each other yet yeah nope mm-hmm. Yeah, so, and they, it, it's too bad, too, because they went even, they strayed even further away from that than they were in season one. In season one, they, right. they still kind of leaned into that mystery a little bit, and I thought maybe, maybe they'll give us more of this deduction, but no, they, they went hard the other way, so. Yeah, and now, you know, with the introduction of this new character, then that's probably not going to give any credit now. Now it's just a new character for him to do kind of his own thing and just, mm-hmm. like, share the story with us and not have us have any, like, deep conversation about oh i wonder how, how this is going to unfold or oh i have these theories about this just like the both of you said so yeah again a little bit of a letdown but at this point you know it's that sunk cost fallacy mm-hmm. we've already stuck around <laughs> for this long might as well see you know the yep. conclusion of <laughs> pretty much sherlock and, and holmes we're, we're all <laughs> or, um, suckers for sunk in, costs <laughs> in anime i guess <laughs> yeah well some of us so. some of us also drop real quick too <laughs> But I think that's gonna oh, be yeah. it for yeah more of the Patriot. We'll see how this goes for the mystery continue on. Uh, let's move on to our next show. I talked about Bakuten, more of your fun gymnastics. So I'm not gonna lie. I told Threaten this week that if um if it wasn't for the podcast, I would drop the show. 
Um, I really want to like it so bad. And I think I'm being extra hard on it because I want it to be good. And it has all of the capabilities of being good. And it's just not. And the reasons that I feel this way are because there have been so many characters introduced and absolutely no reason to give a shit about any of them. They all have the same personality. We don't know any of their motivations, goals, fears, nothing. Like, they're all just completely static characters. It also feels like they literally, like, watched Haikyuu <laughs> and watched Yuri on Ice and then took yeah. down notes. Like, okay, we had an episode where they met the team. Now we need to have the banter episode, the next episode. And you have to have a similar person on each team because Haikyuu did it. You know, like, it literally feels like that's what they're doing. And they're completely <laughs> missing, like, what made it actually funny or special. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's just, it's so close to being great. All these characters are so cute. The animation is, I think, phenomenal. I love it. It's just, I'd agree. I'm just really upset about the show, you guys. <laughs> yeah, it's like you said. There's you know, hope. it's a, it's a space that hasn't been, you know, really explored too much from a sports aspect. And the real pitfall of mm -hmm. it is they're following, you know, the motions they're taking from, mm -hmm. you know, trying the to. other more, more prominent shows. Yes. Trying to. Yeah. Um, and, and like Taylor said, you know, the animation is really great. You know, they do have something special there in that regard. Um, and mm -hmm. I know, right. You've been, uh, obviously a big proponent of the soundtrack and music that we've gotten. Oh, yeah. And, you know, mm -hmm. I've, I've enjoyed Solid. that as well. Um, and, you know, in a way, it, it kind of is them taking from these other shows. Cause I'm pretty sure the composer is the Haikyuu composer. <laughs> so, it makes a lot of makes sense, sense of why, you know, we would like it there. But no, totally. When I was I was watching the episode this week, same exact thoughts of you, Taylor, where it's like, if it wasn't for the podcast, I'd be really on the fence just being like, all right, I'm ready to drop it. Like nothing really mm -hmm. special is happening, unfortunately. And even the whole reveal of, you know, oh, you know, our coach was a renowned, you know, um, dancer as well. I was just like. That's so cliche. Like, of course. I mean, That's you guys can still now. you can still drop it if you want. There's no, there's nothing yeah. tied to Bakuten. We might just downgrade it to like a shout out or something. I'm, like, I was counting too, like how many times they repeated certain jokes this episode. That joke about like the wife of that one guy, you know, that was three times this episode. And I love then, that one. That's the one joke I love still. And then it was three or four times that they had the "Don't call me that" joke, and I was like, "Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Like, can we be done with this?" Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, the only show I've really uh, ever noticed that, like to a, to a high degree, has been Black Clover. Where like they always be, just say like those dumb like, little jokes and similar running gags. Oh well, yeah, and I and I hate Black Clover from the beginning. So of course it's me. It's like <laughs> cringe as fuck, and it just feels like nails to a chalkboard every single time. Uh, I, like I think the thing that in a lot of a lot of anime manga, it's just like general. a lot of like, yeah. just running gags that like people don't know when mm -hmm. to stop or authors. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Auth right. Authors love running gags. So I don't know. Mm, I don't know. Definitely unfortunate. For me, I will say, and I, I know this is going to be a blasphemous take for anybody that's listening, but this is a show that I watch at two times speed, so that's why it, has, <laughs> it hasn't been as painful for me. So, uh, well, yeah. Okay, so during, like, their, uh, during, like, their routines, do you, act, do you slow it to normal stuff? During like, the routines, uh, I slow it to normal because okay. I'm, I'm expecting, you know, some great music is going to okay. come along with it. Just... But other than that, when they're... <laughs> You know, doing all like the conversations in like the the boarding house that they're at for this kind of training camp. That I'm just like, and then I'm like, okay, cool. You know, I reduced <laughs> 24 minutes to 12 minutes. Yeah, well, um, yeah, there you go. No, the like, the, I don't know. It's something. It's just something with their personalities. They they just feel bland, fake, forced almost. 
and it doesn't have like that just normal charm that like that Haikyuu just did. Just I, I, like just like connection with everybody. Uh, I don't really know because there's another show we'll be talking about later on that I think like their like personality is just like like it just I don't know they just mesh uh, so well in uh in in, in Kabaddi. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know and I don't know why, but it's uh, I don't know it's one of those like I still don't hate it, but I don't pay like that much too much attention to it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. yeah. We pretty much talked through this whole yeah, episode. I think we, I'm done. We, had a, basically... we had a tough time focusing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, my input is terrible, so uh, I think I'm good. <laughs> no, we're all we're all on the same page. <laughs> yeah, I think that's all we've got this week for Bakuten. We may right. or may not be talking about it next week. We may this or may, may not be watching. That'll be it. for Bakuten. This may be the last time you hear about it. We gave it. We gave oh, it. So, you know, it's fair shot. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so let's give it for Bakuten. Now we get to talk about Strand's other sports show this week, Burning could. Uh, Bobby, where's? Why don't you can you off that that statement <laughs> earlier, Stratton? No, but dude, Brain Kabaddi is uh, I like this is I don't know. It's something with like the characters' personalities, like how they mesh, how they get together. It it's not, it does it just I don't know. I don't know if it's just from like the style of the show. It just feels sounds natural, and I also just love it. I I really don't know why it's different. You My know? one question is is do you guys know how they play the game yet? Or no. is that still? <laughs> it's it's like something new every single time. Even though like yeah, like MC's like uh his little slide kind of like slide like slide sidekick was pretty sick. The roundhouse kick. Yeah, yeah the roundhouse kick was awesome. Uh, no, no, we we get we get the gist of how the game is played. We just don't know all the rules, but you know enough to get the game going, right? To be uh, fair, we haven't seen a full game either. No, but oh, they're oh, they're oh, doing oh, one yeah. right now. In a oh, sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, instead yeah. of a, a seven on seven, right? Like a full team is seven on seven. They're doing a five on five, but basically the rules are pretty much still the same. Okay. Uh, so I'm we're gonna... we're getting an actual game uh, started with the end of this episode, and I'm assuming next week or the next two weeks, it's going to be like an all-out match. So mm. would it be right? fair to say, like with what you guys have been saying in previous weeks, and sorry to cut you off, sorry, right. but uh. Does this show feel like it's obviously going to be much more about the characters and then the game just serves as like a a background focus? I actually feel like it's completely even both yeah. ways. I feel like they're developing them both. Well, wow. I was going to say, because it, it. most shows like, you know, for the sport, they don't give you like about half the season explaining the sport to you. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> like when we were at episode, was it four or five? And they're still giving us like, like rules and things to the sport. Yeah, and I'm okay, okay with that. The way that yeah. they're introducing the sport to you as they flesh out these characters and their backgrounds, I think they're kind of like meshing them well in a in, in a good pace. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and it's partly that they're not repeating stuff really that they already told you. They're like expecting mm-hmm. that you watched it and paid attention, and they're not being repetitive, which Haikyuu was guilty of. And then there's other shows that in like... season five, season five, but in <laughs> season one and two, it wasn't as bad. You mean four? Or four, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> no, I, I totally get where Taylor's coming from though, because I think that was also kind of something in my mind of like, you know, do you just learn, you know, like five subsets of like moves that can be done in in Kabaddi, and then you know they really just rest on their laurels, and like those things are kind of coming out, like you know, every other episode or every other week or whatever. But because uh, Haikyuu definitely had that, you know, where it's like, okay, we have the quick attack, okay, we have you know this other attack, and then that gets mm-hmm. rotated so often, but. Uh, no, it's definitely interesting to hear that, like you're saying, Ku, like that they're doing in a very tasteful manner of, you know, mm. letting the characters really flesh out these different rules and, and things of that nature. So that makes me more interested to eventually, you know, pick it up here once I do have more time in the in the 
the backlog of sorts. Yeah, yeah just, oh. drop, just drop Akuta, hop on over to Kabadi. <laughs> more than willing to take you on, sir. Honestly, oh, yeah, okay, Justin, you're not watching it. Okay, that's why you're asking nope. the questions. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. I, I was like well, confused for a second. Hopefully that's also facilitating good, good discussion points. He's but, no, yeah, hosting this like... show today. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, honestly, yeah, honestly, Justin, uh, I, I think Kabadi is... Way, it's it's a much much more enjoyable than um yeah than uh than Bakuten. Bakuten. but uh mm-hmm. there was um but I'm just telling you like the, the the character I'm gonna hate the most cool is that fucking guy that just holds his hand like out like it's just like like his hands like being possessed. like he's gonna do the Rasengan or something like, like... yeah he's basically like powering up for something it's just, like he's being like a, was yeah, it a he... ch- chinobio a chinobio or whatever yeah, uh, yeah. chonyobu chonyobi I, I don't know but <laughs> ch- yeah just dude he's a chunyobi chunyobi but yeah, this guy's a swimmer and he's the ace of the team. But he's constantly like, before he goes out there, he has his hand like this, and he <laughs> he acts like he's gonna do something crazy. But yeah. all he's doing is just just touching it, the running. It back. reminds me. It reminds me of that one anime where the guy's where he's always talking about how his like hand is burning. Uh, David, I don't know. I'm pretty sure you remember the show. Was uh, uh, that Eno Battle? Yeah, Eno um, Battle. <laughs> the guy's yeah. just like, oh, dark, my hand dark, is possessed. Dark Flame Master. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's basically where his hands like possessed. It's doing its own thing. Uh, yeah. He doesn't say anything like that, but it just reminds me of it. I'm like, I can't take this fucker seriously. I think it's so funny <laughs> that you both noticed that, and that drove you both crazy. And it's starting, yeah. if you hadn't said anything, I wouldn't have even noticed. How can you not? That guy, every stance, he's not even playing the game, and I swear he's still holding his hand. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh... <laughs> it's just like, damn. But that's, uh, God, what, okay, so, let's see, what I'm trying to, I, that was basically a big part of it. Uh, I, I, I still expect them to lose because they're they're like the second best team, uh, top four in the nation. Top four, okay. Yes. Yeah. So I, I'm just assuming they're going to lose unless like they get the uh, you know the captain out. Uh, possibly, but it's not a full team either. Um, That's true too. No. But in most sport animes, once they do a match, they usually lose the first couple to kind of have it as a learning experience. Yep. And then they'll probably beat them in an actual match so probably but so far they're starting on a pretty good uh a pretty good run because i think it's like three to two right now or something like that so uh it, yeah we'll, we'll see i assume it'll change they're gonna get beat down they're gonna swing the score because you know mm-hmm. they didn't expect to be this close you know that that whole kind of shonen sport deal <laughs> mm-hmm well, but the teams like you would think the the other team is really stacked, but I think it's actually pretty even, right? Because uh, you have the the captain of the other team, uh, who was on the the Japan's national youth team, and yeah. then you also have the captain of this team, who was also part of that uh, uh, of that uh, national team, and then you have the the two aces, right? You got the the guy who's number one in the swimming world uh, with the MC here, who was number four in soccer. Uh, I think the vice captain on his own is pretty strong. And they don't have any other, uh, they don't have any other players in, on the opponent's team that's that's been highlighted yet. So I, I think the teams are fairly evenly matched for yeah. this five on five. Another reason why I hate that sport, that uh, swimming guy, he basically says like, "Oh, I was the best." I was like, "Fucker, you're in high school. This doesn't count." Hey, he has the point though. He was number one <laughs> in right? high school, not the pros, that not college, counts. nothing like it that. Totally counts. Yeah, come on. <laughs> The guy's making it sound like you know he hit his ceiling. Get the, get out of here. Why, why do I hear this this hater coming in who's not number one? Uh... No, it's because <laughs> it's it's the same thing who like who you know the people who like love college sports. Uh-huh. That's the thing. Now it's like go to the get to the pros, then, then I'll pay attention. 
It's not terrible, that's, but that's kind of, you know, my that, that, that That's pretty bad. It's pretty but, bad. I mean, I mean, he does have a good point, though. You know, it's like, you know, I, I quit. I'm playing Kabaddi now because I was number one in my world. Why yeah, did you quit soccer and join this world? You know? Yeah. yeah for the first <laughs> for story purposes, it's it's it's, right. it's fine. I mean, it um, makes sense to me. So Yeah. Um, one one thing I'd actually like to ask Ayush is like, you know, when they go over the line, they they, they start saying Kabaddi. Like, mm-hmm. you know, is is there like uh, restrictions on how fast you can say it, how slow you can say it? Uh, because some of these people, I swear, it's just like how slow they're saying it. They could easily just breathe, <laughs> you know, because like they they because they, they, mm-hmm. they say you know, they say you know Kabaddi, and then there's just like a long pause, and they say it again. I'm thinking, thinking like this fucker took a breath. It's just, <laughs> but not actually, but you know. Well, that's kind uh, of in line with what I've been wondering this whole time, which is how can they prove whether or not they were breathing? Yeah. I, I mean, that's always one thing I've been I'm, wondering since the introduction of, of like the first episode. I'm assuming oh, they yeah. have to say it quicker. Uh, that, would, that would be my guess. I'm guessing they, they have to cons- constantly say it. Like, you can't take a break, nothing like that. That's what I would, yeah, that that would make yeah. the most sense, unless they have them like, strapped to like some sort of like device. I, I did watch a few YouTube clips of Kabaddi, like oh. professional Kabaddi. Uh, there is a referee in the middle at all times, so I'm assuming you have to say it loud enough for the referee to hear it. And I'm assuming if the referee can't hear it, he'll call you out. I'm, flag, I'm assuming that's how it goes. <laughs> Yellow flag, red flag. I mean, I, I, I guess uh, right, yeah. but I'm, I'm just saying soccer flags. <laughs> so... How did the real life yeah. matches look cool? Like, what, was it? Oh, cool no, cards. Match? It's pretty intense. <laughs> yeah, I should check those out. Yeah, I'm actually um, interested to do. It's yeah, but it's basically just. Rugby, tag, and dodgeball put into <laughs> a small ass court, and then you have seven grown guys just like running at each other, tackling each other, and then like in the in in in, in the anime, you don't see them sh- uh, like struggling. Like even if they're tackled, uh, they they kind of just take it right. Mm-hmm. But in the in eclipse that I see, even if you're tackled, I guess as long as you can still say kabaddi, you see these guys like trying to like swing their body forward to reach go back to their side of the field. Oh my god. <laughs> So basically, they'll keep going as long as they can still say Kabaddi, right? I think that's Man. when it, it's the over of the raid. So, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it seems pretty intense. I probably would never try it, but uh, it's it's interesting, to say the least. How is this not more popular, and especially in the U.S., you know? They like yeah, just right? reality. Like, uh, we have wrestling and stuff like that. I feel like this, you know, this is, like, nah, more rest, interesting than wrestling. Wrestling's, wrestling's a drama. You're not saying why rugby isn't more popular in the U.S., or why cricket isn't more popular yeah, in the U.S. Yeah, good point. Yeah. Come on, get that out of here. I I guess I guess it just depends. Just a British thing, man. India, I believe. Yeah, this is India. India, but like, yeah. But But anyway, I think I'm good. I'm I'm loving this show. (laughs) I can't wait for next week. I want to see people pop off, man. Yeah, I want to see what the guy's gonna do when he keeps holding his hand like this. Like what it means. Yeah. Maybe we'll see a little glimmer of light that just becomes a blue ball. Yes. Right. yes. So that's Shout gonna be it for burning Kabaddi. Uh, move on to our next show. Let's talk about Mashiro no Oto. Yes. So, yes. I actually like this episode a lot more than the previous ones, and she's gone. <laughs> so, and we don't I, need you, you uncultured <laughs> swine. Get out of here. <laughs> no, it's uh, it, it felt like one. It was um. I don't know. It, it's again like it was another kind of path that uh, didn't really expect or didn't really even think about. Where it's just uh, whereas in a, in a sense like team play, mm-hmm. where uh, the, again like that that song that him and that one dude played 
was mm-hmm. was really sick. Uh, or it sounded really good. Um, kind of what it's also just I can't really stand the mom. That's by far like my least favorite character. Um, but uh, my my favorite is still his brother. Mm-hmm. His brother is like a or his older brother, right. definitely a, a bro helping him through these situations. But then to uh to kind of shine a bright light to the mom, I guess uh, we do know for sure now that uh, you know, like the the grandpa who died, that was like that was her father, like yeah, not yeah. her father-in-law, yeah, yeah, but yeah. her father, right? Yeah. So I can kind of see why uh, she's trying so hard to make like Setsu famous because apparently Setsu's grandfather wasn't some famous guy. He wasn't like know, really man. famous. Yeah, he was infamous, if anything. And uh, she was like, you know, that's not right. This guy was so talented. He was so good. I need you to go out there and show them that, you know, the the Sawamura family or whatever, the Matsu, I forget what it was called. But then, mm-hmm. like, uh, that that this guy was the best. Uh, yeah. So I can kind of see where her motivation comes from. Right. So I don't, I don't blame her as much for all this. Yeah, it definitely gives a good picture, like you said, of her background. It makes sense of, like, why she's in the industry that mm-hmm. she is currently. Because, you know, before, like, when we saw that, we obviously had initial thoughts of, like, oh, you know, this is obviously like her just being super egotistical and, you know, both of the sons weren't really happy with what she was doing. But uh-huh. now to your point, now that we get that that deeper lore focus of what her true kind of initiatives are, it uh, makes her character a little bit better. But I kind of agree with you too, Seren. Like, she's just a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, she, she has good intentions, but yeah. she still uses... How she's doing it. See, like the, when, the when intentions she's like, are... she's just like you know oh setsu oh what, what do you mean you're not in the single player you know like tournament you're doing the team what? tournament like nah fuck that you know <laughs> and like her response is like power bomb him through like a table yeah <laughs> which is pretty um, sexy not gonna lie oh, okay. <laughs> so sexy this might be a, a really dumb question but do we know like how she became famous like what was it like the initial uh, thing that got her to stardom we don't know okay i just thought something in her body oh, yeah. obviously and... her, oh. right singing are we really going with that look you uncultured swine okay if opera can be a thing i'm sure her thing is the opera of japan all right who knows yeah uh and maybe i'm a little biased because we do have something similar to that in a monk culture where they sing in this in the same style in a sense mm. uh so if you don't understand like like so I'm just going to say opera, right? Because that's probably the more well-known one. But if you don't mm-hmm. understand what they're singing about or what they're even saying, then I guess you can, I can understand why you think it's trash or you don't like it. But if you're, if you grew up in that world or you understand the, the meaning behind it, I guess there is an audience for it. Yeah. So I don't think it's trash. I just don't like it. <laughs> so it's just not, it's, it's not my thing. It's trash. No, 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 it's just not my thing. <laughs> I, I can respect that. You know, people, people, have, people like their music. They have their things. It's just, I'm okay with uh-huh. it. I, I don't need it. Just give me my OST and we're fine. <laughs> you want that in the OST? Oof. No, nah, that's not, not, not her uh, noises. Not her. We, 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 not everything we, else. We like... Yeah. Yeah. I'll just like the, <laughs> the, the other uh, stuff. Yeah, all the other, all the other good stuff. Except like, just like the shout that they do, I'm perfectly mm-hmm. fine with that. You know, like when they either start it or they, when they get, I don't know when or like why they actually uh, shout, like you know where they do. Yeah, but it gives I'm okay it a, with that. a good, good, a good emphasis and hype towards like yeah. the transitions throughout mm-hmm. the song, since you know as we've seen a lot of these songs are telling a story yeah. in sorts. Sure. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I think for me, um, I really liked you know Setsu's continued growth. That we mm-hmm. get to see where 
Mm -hmm. um you know he's obviously now putting himself in the shoes of being a teacher where he was Mm -hmm. saying you know he was always the one that was a student and learning things from those that you know already knew kind of what they were doing and now to have this team that are all varying levels and him kind of bringing them up for this like shared focus i think that's really great um and and, yeah and he he didn't um and he wasn't taking it like out on them he basically was blaming himself in a sense because he was he's he's the one that's um you know supposed to be the teacher he's supposed to be the one that's like helping them improve but it's more of like him just not knowing what to do he holds a very high standard for himself and now he's you know overcoming yeah. those barriers um i i did really like though and i think it's very fitting for you know music artists of how we learned that setsu can't actually read like yeah. music because <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. i know there's a lot of people that when they play instruments if they don't go down you know the traditional route they just learn by listening and yeah. then they just figure, oh, yeah, I hold my hands here to play this note. So then when they had that moment, I was like, oh, OK. Yeah. It just gives him more little sprinkles towards his background and gives more depth yeah. to his character versus I felt like in the in the beginning, we just said, oh, Setsu's, you know, this like amazing prodigy that can just copy anything and, and do anything. And, right. you know, mm-hmm. maybe it will get to that point once he steps into his own sound and he really just like goes off the rails <laughs> of what he really can do. But at least in these last few episodes, they've shown that it's not just going to be night and day, you know, flip of a switch. It's going right. to have that meaningful progression. So there's um, uh, the uh, Justin, you said you, you never you've never seen uh, Marsh Comes in the Line. Mm, no. OK. And then uh, cool. Then I also think like the like the way that they're showing like either uh, metaphors are becoming stronger it, where it gives me like more of um, uh, Marsh Comes in the Line vibes. Where they basically say like, oh, like you know, this reminds me of like you know, like uh, when they when they show like the music about how like they're like when like water's like dripping into a water like or when two drops are dripping into like a puddle type of thing, uh-huh. but they're like in in harmony, like with uh-huh. uh, him and they're both like playing off each other, not playing off each other, but um, that one uh, that one guy was basically like following, uh, following Setsu. Oh yeah, Seru. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Did, did, I don't know if you get any of those kind of vibes watching the show. Uh, well, I mean, I, I feel like Yo's. It's not like uh, obviously as intense as March comes in like a line, but it 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 just reminded me of it. Yeah, no, I definitely thought it was well done, and um, I would need to see more though, just because it was only like a one time oh, yeah. instance. Yeah, and they, when... they don't do it very often, but it just gives me the vibes every time I see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, like I said, it's it's still on point though for sure. Uh, it. But I guess we'll have to see when it becomes more complex how it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it but it wasn't Setsu that was uh, it wasn't Seru that was following Setsu. It was actually the other way around apparently. Oh yeah, he's just playing like the basics, right? Yep. So I guess in a sense he was playing it to uh, like Seru was trying to do like as basic of a play as he can to get Seru to support him and make him sound better. And I think that's going to be the point of the competition, right? Yep. You're going to have the other four people just try try their best to play the basics, but Setsu's going to be the guy that comes in and adds in this little flair to make killer. them stand out, right? Yep. So yep. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, I, I felt like this sh- like this episode uh, like just made this, this series stronger. And it actually, you know, there's a an arc, in a sense, that we can go where, where we're kind of past the training arc, in a sense, or... Mm-hmm. Him trying to figure out like we you know his sound because mm-hmm. he's actually like now um doing like the the group play and he's gonna have to do the solo play as well and then I'm sure we'll hear all about it again. But for the time yeah. being, this man is uh is a teacher. So indeed, you know, it'll yeah. be nuts though if uh Setsu plays the the opener for the show <laughs> like in the competition. 
somehow. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that would be pretty cool, but uh, I, I mean, know. I'd be okay with it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. No, that's all I got. Pretty good episode. Yeah. Yeah. It's maintaining for sure. Yeah. yeah. All right. So that's gonna be it for Mashio no Oto. Move on to our next show. Let's talk about Shadow House. I'll leave it up to you guys. Ah, dude. I just, I don't know. This whole episode is basically just like, just fuck Barbie, man. She's such a bitch. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's not have... cute at all. <laughs> <laughs> we had our main guy, uh, Sean, you know, step up for Amilico and, and Ram. And, you know, their kind of uh, budding friendship in this episode, which I thought was really, really well done. Um, mm-hmm. Since, you know, in the beginning we saw... Both of them obviously bearing being very reserved. One, Ram being the individual that she is, you know, really, really tough on herself and feel like she can't do anything right. And then you have Sean, who is very kind uh, of like does things by the books. Oh, Rum. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Um, but again, you know, I really enjoyed kind of the further background of the history of the Shadow House that we get from this episode, especially when rum goes missing and they're navigating through that one corridor that they learn has like all oh, these yeah. traps mixed in it and they had you know like the very visualized uh camera panning of the arrows like flying across <laughs> so mm-hmm. well um, and then in that scene too sorry to interrupt you no, but no, just, you're good uh, to that point um when sean had like it, at, at, at after those arrows fired he sat there and like forcibly chanted to himself something along the lines of like you know, don't bother yourself with like trivial matters. Yeah. I don't know what the exact quote was, but that's the yeah. sentiment. Basically, and yeah. he yeah, just kept on like chanting that to himself. So it's like they obviously know that like something's messed up, and they just keep telling themselves that because what else can they do? Um, so I like that little addition as as well. Like he seems like he knows a little bit more about some of the darker secrets of the house, even though he's a newer doll too. Yeah. And then apart from, you know, I, I share the same sentiment with Barbie just being an absolute bitch, for lack of the better words. But what about Ricky, the blonde haired well, doll that we get introduced to? His... So, yeah, I but feel like he's like... a similar character. I'm, I feel like I'm not going to like his character because it's like one, he's, he's, he's either a product of his corresponding shadow figure, Patrick, that we just all we got is his name Patrick. in this episode. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, I'll be interested to see kind of more about him, but I can definitely see him being the one that is going to be kind of this very like brown noser goody two shoes. And then maybe, you know, he has this character change throughout the series, but yeah, yeah. he's definitely, uh, got introduced as a dick. <laughs> yeah. Like, hard to say. Definitely got some Draco Malfoy vibes off that guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm, exactly. I'm, more, I'm curious, like what's going to happen to the debut? Cause I don't know like, who, which of these masters haven't debuted yet because I'm assuming Rum's master hasn't debuted yet. And I don't know if, if, uh, Ricky's master, Patrick, if he debuted yet, it sounds like, I don't know who's all new or not, but I don't yeah. know. I don't know how that's going to tie in with like, I would it's... assume that they haven't yet just going no, off no. of like the main characters that we see mm-hmm. in the opening. I'm sure like those five, kids that mm-hmm. we see they're going to be the ones that quote-unquote debut with their mm-hmm. corresponding um shadow lord so yep that's what i was thinking too like i wonder like, is it only just one person that gets picked or i guess he's if you pass you get to all go on yeah, yeah I'm curious how that, that's a, that a very valid question like what are the what are the ramifications too like if you don't pass what does that mean not only for the doll what does mm-hmm. that mean for the corresponding shadow lord mm-hmm. you know do they get changed back into a human do they get you know 
I don't think executed so. Executed or because I one of the earlier episodes. Are they just we, like a we, super lower rank? One of the earlier episodes we saw uh Kay and Emilico what they watched like yeah a master and the sh- and the doll like walked outside. So I don't think we get turned to human or whatever. Or maybe I could be wrong. We'll see. Well, that was Barbie that they saw, right? Because that's what Barbie said when she saw Milico. She's like, oh, you're that girl that waved oh, was it Barbie? from the window. Okay, I didn't realize yeah. it was her. Never mind. Yeah. So. Um, um, then I don't know. I don't know no, if, uh, if, if, like, was it, like, uh, was, who's, who's the other doll? Like, was it Sarah or, or Mia? I forgot the names, but, like, the kind of like brunette-looking doll mm-hmm. that, that she's trying to flip. They were, they were outside with her master. I didn't know if they debuted or not either so yeah definitely you know obviously still very much to learn and i think a lot of that to your point david will surround this debut as we get to learn what exactly goes into it and the you know results that will come from it um but again i think this is the show you know when taylor you were saying earlier for uh the moriarty this is you know the perfect show that's really making you kind of think and Mm -hmm. wonder and and kind of theorize like okay you know what is going on here? What is at play? Like all those kind of thought provoking questions that makes this show really great. And so that's mm-hmm. why I, this is kind of still, in, I would say in my, one of my top three for this anime season. Yeah. This is how sure. good of a job it does of that, like suspense, but then also like mm-hmm. thought provoking. Mm-hmm. I just hope that later on, like when, cause that, that end part when uh, Kate was getting mad that, she, that Emilka wasn't spending time with her. I hope that doesn't, turns anything big because like yeah. it's just gonna be annoying when it becomes like the whole misunderstanding like oh like mm-hmm. or just like even just like her like being lonely or whatever just like not like i guess this is just with me like i really don't like it when when characters lack empathy so like i really don't like it when they don't see other characters point of view like how she's always busy and if she's just gotta go on that 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 tantrum again and just have all the soot so i hope yeah. it doesn't end up like that no, it's a very good point that you bring up because I think the last few episodes, as Amilico has been interacting with the other dolls, every time they do show Kate, they're specifically showing like the mm-hmm. soot just continuing mm-hmm. to, you know. Yeah. I, I actually head. kind of like that they're doing it that way in this anime, though, because I feel like it's going to serve a purpose. Like, I don't feel like it's in there just for needless drama. Um, I feel like there's a reason. I feel like it's supposed to express how uncertain these shadows are before they debut like kate to me seems almost just as clueless as Amilico about a lot of things and i think that things like that just really underline that that fact you know what i mean her being lonely that Amilico is not coming back and the fact that it really seems like Amilico's the only person that she trusts and that she would consider possibly like a friend of sorts at least mm-hmm. a confidant um so i feel like it's there for a purpose but I totally understand where you're coming from. Uh, that's too, that's just me, crazy in other me shows. personally. Like I just, mm-hmm. just the, it's like a pet peeve of mine. Like in characters, like mm-hmm. lacking empathy. So yeah, yeah. Um, other than that, that's everything I, mean, I had. Um, I, I was just like, it's also with Barbie too. Just like her, like I don't know. It's just like that's her personality, or that's just her power tripping. Because if she has like some sort of important role in the story. And it's just like again, yeah, both, right? Both, and it's just again too how like when they find it in the end that like it was just like the the hinge like being rusty and breaking off. So technically, it was no one's fault, but of course, like they're just, mm-hmm. they round everyone up trying to do the blame game, and then they had the two the two mates too like trying again like put the blame on Rum because she's like quote unquote the most useless. Like 
I can't. Oh, and I'm, I'm glad you did bring up the maid because I forgot the one. Um, and I can't remember what the term was for them, the but veiled the maids, doll? yeah, the veiled dolls. That was a, not a huge thing, but another thing that just adds to the layer of mystery of just like, damn, that's really creepy. You know, you have these veiled dolls just cruising through the house in the middle of the night, like Resident Evil style type stuff. <laughs> yeah, if I, I have a theory. I have a theory about okay, them, and I ahead. think that they're the other. I think they're the failed dolls, and I think that like uh, because they failed, their punishment is that their faces are destroyed since they couldn't be accurate faces Ooh, for the shadows. That would be really cool, and then, and then you can see. Oh, that would be a cool <laughs> reveal of sorts. Yeah. I like that a lot. So we'll see. Yeah, it's definitely dark. I mean, you know, kind of my last point from my end was for Rum when Rum goes missing, and like you know, she's talking to her finger as kind of like her imaginary oh, like safety blanket of sorts. And I'm just like damn shit's shit's fucked I didn't up think, like i feel I didn't think much about that but like when you say it like that it's just because like in other shows it sounds so innocent but then here it's like it's always there's always a dark undertone so you can't like right? trust now anything like, to the point of you know one we see that all of the dolls really don't help rum out and she's constantly being like ragged on by barbie so now you have to think further when we get to see her shadow lord is that like another thing like is the shadow lord also like mentally abusing her in ways that we haven't seen yet and oh man Probably. i i can't help but feel for rum i feel like she's hopefully she she gets her well doesn't send like her, her... You know, positive outlook but i can also see her being just a very tragic character that's yeah, really gonna be put through doesn't ringer. seem like even like her master care about her like they don't they didn't show her them talking or there's just is she rum's just there just do her job and just leave so yeah well, uh, you got to assume that there's got to be a fail. Oh, uh, sorry, a doll that's going to fail at the de debut. Otherwise, they wouldn't be talking about failed dolls so much. Um, it's not going to be. It's definitely not going to be a Milico, and it's not going to be. Um, I'm sorry, the blonde one. Oh, Ricky. Ricky. Ricky, and it's not going to be Ricky. It could be Sean, but I doubt it. So, like my process of elimination, I think what, you're right. I think Rum is going to be the tragic character. What happens with failed dolls? We don't. We know. don't know. Tune in okay. next time, sir. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why they're gonna have to show it, right? One of them's gotta fail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I will be here. That's good. <laughs> yeah. Other than that though, again, doing all the things right, giving a lot of good suspense and mystery, and to David's point, you know, hopefully they just don't um it's just, mess up is the right yeah. word, but just you know, obviously we're we're holding a high standard for what we've seen so yeah. far. So. Just a lot mm -hmm. it's a lot of good things happening in the background that just makes us think so really good mm -hmm. although that mm -hmm. the, yeah. the was it the, the soot monster eating um like other girl's face still traumatizes me like that's i've, I've never seen anything so creepy in, in anime in a long time yeah. so maybe other people sure. would, maybe other people will enjoy that but i i do not want to see that again please no <laughs> wasn't the show <laughs> uh shown as a as a slice of life it is first i thought it was first episode but i got bamboozled so it's a very it's a very sick Man. slice of life my anime you list know, so... everybody my bamboozled. anime list isn't always 100 percent accurate with their tags that's true too. Oh, no. oh no strength's favorite website failed him yeah i don't even know what i would have done basically if i one of those people oh i got slice of life i'm gonna watch this and then all of a sudden just become just I think it's a fair tag because there is those more like it's upbeat like, of like yeah. Kate and the Milico having their positive interactions, Milico having positive interactions with the different doll characters, and you know, the moment that they like, had with Sean when they started to bond like the, and everything. Like the creepy things happening in the background is it is like a lie. Just yeah, trust. Yeah, it's lighthearted, but it's just like, oh, oh shit, like... you know, something goes wrong and just... you're fucking dead. <laughs> just... <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, not to be <laughs> blunt, but that's what it is. One step higher than real life. <laughs> yeah. Just ignore, ignore the creepy, the creepy shadows floating around. Exactly. You're good. Easy. Um, yep. Looking forward to to more mm. quality content from yeah, this yep, series. For sure. So that's gonna be it for Shadow House. Move on to our next show. Uh, let's talk about Vivi. Oh lord! Did you guys Maybe. still not like this arc? It I, don't was, uh, I, I don't know what to think. I really, was, like I thought it was pretty cliche. Like, Music was man, good. Whatever. You guys are heartless. <laughs> heartless woman. That's an AI. All right. One don't thing worry is, about that. <laughs> one thing is uh, that they kind of went with it is like Vivi. This is like one of the first times that Vivi didn't like fight. Uh, like fight it. She basically just went with it. Like, didn't try to, yeah. didn't try to save her. Didn't try I to. Like, that too. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that really. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if it's just like you know her kind of just trusting like the trusting the system in a sense, or just like uh, how she's just seeing how things are developing. Even though she seemed like she like uh, uh, I don't I don't want to say like regretting, but she definitely was like it was recognizing you know, like what she did you know towards the end, obviously <laughs> when uh, Dude, you know okay, he uh, like. <laughs> Uh, I guess I mean yeah, you guys said it was cliche. So I guess you all called that that last well, part when when the guy shot himself, like because it was pretty yeah. obvious. Well, I actually thought um, you know one, I thought Vivi was going to do something to save her, and then when she said like oh, and like you know basically priority is uh, you know humans. So I thought like okay, maybe she's baiting Matsumoto. I don't know. I was like psyching. Yeah. I was like tricking my own like myself and my with uh, so many different things just of, of like what could happen. And then and then until like you know, she just straight up just uh, uh was a shutter fist right into the chest. I was like, all right, well, maybe oh, no, this no, isn't going to happen. I'll talk about when, the, when the guy talked when he when he shot himself in the head. That's like... I didn't I, oh. I didn't mean that part being cliché. I think for me the part that was cliché was that, you know, the person that was behind like the metal float was the original Grace. I kind of mm-hmm. had already thought that from last week's episode because oh. one of the last images was panning to you know, the AI grace in, you know, that, like, server area. So I was like, okay, obviously the grace that we just met, probably not the real grace. So I felt like that was a bit mm-hmm. cliche in that uh, regard. I, um, just, I just didn't really see the point of, like, this arc. Like, I don't really get where it fits all in of, like, the main well, storyline, yeah. so. Well, the thing is they're basically just trying to, you know, uh, was it slow AI down? That's yeah, really I mean, I, I get to David's point, like, I don't really get the point of the arc from like yeah. the um from like the scientist's perspective. Like, yes, I get he had this emotional attachment with you know this um nurse figure that helped him you know w- overcome his trauma at a young age, and then that kind of created that emotion between humans and ants. I took it more as like a better progress of Vivi and the Toke, uh, like guy oh, right. yeah. and him finally being like helping her out because he's realizing you know what what she's trying to achieve. Um, the, the other part that I really didn't care for, I guess, in this week's episode was when, uh, Matsumoto, you know, makes a bunch of himself and transforms into like the hover bike oh, and the yeah. hover bikes like bike. flying through and I'm just like, all right, they probably sat there and just like, all right, guys, like we got a fuck ton of budget. We got wit studio animating this. Like, how do we introduce some really badass scenes? Like, all right, you know, we yeah. get Matsumoto to make a hover bike. Vivi flies through like, you know, all this very like sleek animated stuff. And I was just like. It, it I was, didn't really care for felt, that scene at all. Felt, I was yeah, like, yo, yeah. just get to the fucking core. It felt like yeah. very, very style and like no substance. Like, exactly. 
No. Legitimately, I thought that scene reminded me so much of Kingdom Hearts, like the gummy exactly, shit parts of Kingdom exactly, Hearts. Exactly. Like, exactly. Thank horrible. you. I've always hated the gummy shit parts. Why are you bringing this into my show? Wait, wait, well, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's let's, let's do a little sidetrack here. Why do you hate the gummy shit part? The gummy shit part it was probably one of the best things of Kingdom Hearts. Oh my Hearts. god, we cannot oh, be uh, You are just, I, I'm with Taylor on this one. No, especially in Kingdom Hearts, the King Hearts two. In King was, Hearts 2, you could you could customize that shit way better. It, was, it actually felt like there's more of a point. The gummy ship served as a purpose to give Chip and Dale a reason to stay in the series. <laughs> yes. Other than that, there was no purpose hey, other two, than just two calling back fun, to Chip and but Dale. It was, it was kind of a waste. Yeah, it was... <laughs> there's a reason but... that they uh, changed the gummy ship and dream drop distance. It wasn't yeah. obviously a better change, but they were just like, all right. But they tried. Doing... Yeah, they tried. Kingdom Hearts 2 did it right. I don't know why they changed it, but it was perfect in Kingdom Hearts 2. Yeah. Okay. Shame. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, back to, back to the show. We bought the, bo- we bought the box, though. I'm just saying. Yeah. We bought the box. The Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts did the gummy ships like right, but uh, this show did not. <laughs> no, well, I mean, none of us are just, happy about that. It, it was weird too because the sequence of it was was kind of just it just came out of like left field, right? Like all of a sudden, this guy can make multiple versions of themselves and make this like floating ship thing, and uh, apparently they knew exactly where to go. And then at the at somewhat towards the end when they flew up the tower, uh, the scientists gave up and told them exactly where the core was. So I guess that was convenient. And then the music they didn't even uh, they didn't even like extend it properly they had to reloop the song that they were playing and it was the exact same song yeah. so i was kind of hoping for like something else to play in the background but uh it, it kind of is what it is uh so yeah it was, it was definitely i guess it was pretty but um yeah i didn't really care much for it at, at the end the only thing that it really uh that that stood, stood out to me was the fact that at the very end yeah, right the scientist too, shot yeah. himself yeah, and then you know, in the one hand in blue of the AI blood, and then the left hand now in red with the human blood. I felt like there's obviously yeah. some but that, symbolism that, uh, there. Whatever yeah. happened to Vivi, though, it's like that's what I'm really curious about. So mm-hmm. that got my attention. So now I'm more excited for the next arc because curious yeah. where well, they're going for that. I'm kind of hoping they don't just skip time right away. Like I, I actually want to see like I, Vivi's reaction after. I think they're definitely going to skip time. See, I think so too, but I don't want them to do it. <laughs> Well, just because you said that, thing, Strain, now it's like a happen. The one thing that I will give them credit to, you know, apart from the time skips, is I'm glad that they did actually correlate um, the scientist's um, kind of relation with Grace, where yeah. the reason why Grace became, you know, the host of the metal float is because she was a like ancestor's sister of Vivi and what happened with the sunrise explosion so i'm glad that you know everything is tying together from that standpoint mm-hmm. which i which i think is good it's not like you know you know separate event time skip separate event time skip all to like you know manipulate the relationship between AIs and stuff so mm-hmm. i do like that but um yeah we'll, we'll have to see kind of I, I agree with you guys where it's probably just gonna be another time skip and it's like okay you know because of these events this has had some impact on you know vivier the world and stuff and then now we have this new event to take care of do you so. do you guys think it's just a coincidence that they like all the sisters just keep dying? No, I want to say Vivi, <laughs> okay. like like the the virus or whoever, or the one that orchestrated the the AI's like uprising, is either Vivi or just like her core program. I guess that's yeah. that's, that's what, what I'm guessing. That, that's, that's what I was trying to say. I was like, too. it's got to be that way. Yeah, right. 
Because as of right now, it looks like they're going to be four for four. So, and the think... sneak peek for the next week's episode, you got another diva in a sense yeah, that's going to be focused. Singer, right? So this is what the fourth generation yeah. of the the model that Vivi is, uh, like, I think like her, her model type. So one of us was saying in, in the beginning too, like this could be like a self fulfilling prophecy where Matsumoto goes back in time, but then like all the things they do just end up causing the Vivi, the past, to become like the, the AI that, that starts like the robot war. So. Yeah, that makes a lot of right. sense because you would think like Matsumoto would probably not ever think, and Vivi herself would not ever think that Vivi is the one that you know caused all of this. Mm -hmm. hmm. And from the looks of it, it's accelerating. Like the fact that he went back in time, it's accelerating the process at which they do like become yeah. capable to uprise yeah. and take over. So hmm. to be honest, I wouldn't blame her after what's been going on. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if in that instance, then I could see like. If Vivi's not taking herself out, if Matsumoto will have some involvement, if Vivi is, you know, the true mastermind, and mm -hmm. he has to be the one that takes her out. Well, the thing I... is, though, the, the, Matsumoto is just following his orders, you know? So, in a sense, he's just following Vivi's, Vivi's orders, then, if that were the case. That's also true, right? Yeah, we yeah, don't know yeah. if Vivi's also controlling him in some brain. So. It just seems like, yeah. like the way you describe it, Justin, it seems like he's just, if you become a much more important, like, have a more important role in the story, which just doesn't feel that way so far. I just feel like he's just he's just like a really like like he's just a supportive character. It seems like Vivi just just does everything, even if all the support from Matsumoto. It just seems like I just can't see him like taking that that no, role, like I, having to. Stop I agree. Her. He's, he definitely seems to take much more of a support character, especially in the last few episodes. Whereas yeah. when we first were introduced to him, we thought potentially you know oh he has more of a main focus, but I agree. Mm. So. But That's I do like the theory about Vivi being the mastermind of it all, especially yeah. with all of the sisters in their relation. So, last thing I have to say is, uh, Rip, bot number two hundred five. He was he was he was a good bot. He was rip, rip he was all those fine. rip all the near automata robots. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I think that's why I'm enjoying this show a little bit more than you guys. Sorry, I'll just say that really quick. Is that I feel like I'm focusing a little bit more on like the human drama of each arc, or in this case, not necessarily human, but just like the mm -hmm. character drama of each episode or each arc, rather mm -hmm. than like getting stuck in the nuances of the plot. I'm kind of just like letting that ride. I'm not looking at it too closely and I'll, 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 I'll just see where it goes. I don't have strong opinions about how they're doing it one way or the other. I just focused more on the drama. So that made me sad. That's why I liked it because I, I wasn't trying to predict what would happen to them. So I just felt I mean, sad. I felt yeah. so sad for all the near near robots yeah. at the end. It was all touching moments, especially number 205, where they basically were just saying, we're programmed that, you know, humans like surprises. <laughs> and I felt bad for the scientist. Like, you know, he just had kind of a shit time his whole life. <laughs> like, I felt bad for them all. Yeah. Uh, yeah, like kind a of great creep. I'm not gonna lie. That's... Jesus, so? I wouldn't go. I wouldn't go that far. I know, Why right? Damn, he's a creep. He's <laughs> kind of a creep. <laughs> Why? 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 Uh, Koo, if you could have like a hot AI girlfriend that you could marry, you're saying you wouldn't. I don't yeah. believe you for a second. Me and Taylor have already had this conversation. Yeah, we have. If AI ever becomes real, we'll separate. We both said yes. <laughs> At the end of the day, the day, guys and girls, uh, it's not real, okay? It's all machinery. <laughs> Just keep okay. saying that, Koo. Just until, basically, like, until like, she gets taken away and has to, you know, run on a whole island. You know what? <laughs> we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Fair enough. 
Cool. Okay. If this happens, I better be your best man. Look, look, you guys already know. I don't even know why you guys are questioning it. <laughs> but I want to call this guy a creep because he kind of is a creep. Oh. I do get that it kind of sucks that his mom would ever left him in a hospital and then this guy like has mm-hmm. grace to like comfort the guy. But then, you know, like he grew up, became a scientist, came back, and he was he's been thinking of her like nonstop. That's that's a little bit creepy, even if it's an AI. Like imagine if it was like a regular human being, right? Like I still find I mean, it. Kind I don't of see creepy. I don't see creepy just because like there's so much like sci-fi movies about like people falling in love with AI. So I don't. It's just it's just that it's just that. Well, I think like, who is talking about like the age thing though? Like him like like meeting her as like a kid and then marrying uh, her as an adult. Is that the part that creeps you out, or is it more the fact that she's an AI, or is it a combo of the two? Uh, it's a little bit of everything, and then just the mindset that you have to have to like follow through with it as well. Find it to be a little creepy. No, that's a good but... point because now that I do think about, it, think if they did get married and then you know he continues out his life and he's like an old like grandpa looking dude and here he is mm-hmm. with his non aging <laughs> AI wife. It's just like see, oh, this okay. is a concept that I have been like exposed to since I was a small child with younger females, older male vampires. Like that's mm-hmm. the thing that's been around <laughs> for a long time. So to me, it doesn't it's, even phase me. It's funny because it's, like it's the problem. constant defense of like when people have like attractions to certain female characters and they're in like a younger state but they're like oh no it's fine like they're a 500 year old you know demon lord <laughs> it's they cool see. we let it slide they see mono Katari. Yeah. yeah right but yeah anyways. but again but again boys and girls it's, it's not real it's all fake so it's not real yet okay yes yes you keep telling anyways, it off. Oh, looking right. forward um, to seeing where vivi and her adventure takes. Yeah, I'm excited for the next arc. So I still love the. I I I still love the show. Yeah, Yeah. I still love the show. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. That'll be it for VV. Let's move on to next show. Let's talk about 86. David, go for it. I mean, okay. I will say I'm glad that like they uh was they addressed the thing from last episode where the guy was like ranting off. So it was just. It was just him. I mean, a lot of the other 86 people still don't feel they don't like they don't feel that that um, they they were they didn't want to feel that harsh, but they also they they weren't like on her side either. But I'm glad they addressed it, so like it's not too much of an issue like I made it last week. But it's just basically it's just like the reconciliation between the two sides, basically this whole episode. So, but I know yeah. I know Ayush and other people said like uh, the anime has been doing really well adapting the the light novel like almost almost perfectly like not leaving things out so i oh, guess nice. i can see i can see like like maybe some people might feel like it might be like a little slower pace but I, i'm still enjoying the show but i do wish like we get more like i i, I think there's like past the first volume volume light novel so i hope we get more into like more of the plot and more of like the lore i think i think like, i'm actually I think I I can see how how some people are kind of getting tired of like the character like drama and like just arguing back and forth between yeah. two sides. Well, the the thing with the the character drama is one I don't feel like we know the characters that well yet. Um, also, Taylor, you're two for two for your favorite announcing your favorite characters and having them die the, the next episode or the episode. <laughs> oh, was that was that your favorite character? The one uh, that died. The, well, the, the, my favorite character from the first episode died the first episode, and then, yes, that girl then yeah. died in that episode, right? And I was like, she's awesome. And then, like, 20 minutes later, she was dead. So I was like, great. So, okay. Taylor's I'm the, the Grim Reaper of this, of this series. The short hair. I'm going to need you to stop. She gives all the death yeah. flags. Yeah, we're going to need you to uh, uh, I'm going to need you to stop. That. Um, <laughs> I, I think the thing that I really like from this episode is that, you know, we get to learn the, 
like moniker that the one uh guy took his like call sign from mm-hmm. and how he was actually a um non 86 he was one of the god i'm gonna always forget what is the name of the silver hair uh, alba alba alba, alba. alba or so, something? Yeah. and so make sure i didn't misunderstand correctly but those were albas that decided to come to the battlefield and fight mm-hmm. with them right mm-hmm. Apparently, so that's what i really enjoyed because at least from what we had originally been introduced i thought like um lena was like the only exception it yeah. was like oh i want to stand up for more like everybody else was super just like i don't give a fuck about you know anybody mm-hmm. else like i'm chilling in my republic of magnolia mm-hmm. having the great life so um i'm glad that we got to see that further insight um mm-hmm. i liked the continued discussion with uh lena and her uncle and then her father and we see you know at a young age uh lena and her father went to one of these battlefields and Obviously, I assume that his father thought it wouldn't be as dangerous as it was, and that kind of led to his demise. Um, uh-huh. I think it would be fitting, too, that probably it was one of the 86 that killed him because they probably didn't know that he had a sentiment for the 86 as, you know, this high-standing uh, colonel or whatever rank he was when he, uh, when he died. Um, so that really drew me back in. And then the ending, I thought, was was really great, where... Um, you have that moment between um, Lena and Undertaker where she says, oh, you know, I never got to know your name. And then they realize that relation where Lena knew uh, his brother or that brother figure. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'm excited to see how that all comes together. Yeah, I'm excited to see it all, too. I'm excited to see a little bit more plot going forward. But I was telling Sarah, and I really like how they're handling basically like the topic of racism, really. Like, I feel like they're trying to handle it in a fairly nuanced way um like neither side is or especially like with the alba like they're even though even though they appreciate the fact that lena is like cares about them and is trying to reach out they're also still like they're explaining to her why the way that she's doing that doesn't really help them like they're kind of just helping her expand her mind a little bit and understand where they're coming from and i i'm not explaining it very well because it is kind of a nuanced subject but i like the fact that they're tackling it i think they're doing it pretty well i don't know do you guys have any thoughts on that yeah i mean no i i I, I felt like they went through it too fast like they 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 became too accepting you Mm. know i don't know i don't know it's too accepting it's just it's just like i think they they understand that like like you know it's like it's like this whole like structural problem with the society and she's not like someone that they can just that, that's why they're being harsh to the theo guy because like because he was trying to like put the blame on her when they they everyone else knows it's not it's not her fault and it's, it's not like something that she can do herself but she was uh-huh. being naive and so mm-hmm. they're trying to take it a stance of like look we understand that you're trying to help us but there's also things that you don't know about mm-hmm. about like the positions that we're all in so like yeah. And so they're taking taking this the stance of, like we don't like hit you personally, but that mm-hmm. like there's so much like long standing grievances that like that you can't also mm-hmm. just come in here and just expect mm-hmm. us to like treat you like for us to, to forgive you for it all. Right. So there's there's bad blood on on both sides at the end of right. the day, regardless of where they stand. But that's exactly my point, right? Like it basically like. They became more trusting of her after one episode, and nothing really happened after the the death of their comrade, right? Yeah, and, you know, especially when it's a time of war, and she's the sixth commander, I believe, mm-hmm. um, that they've had. 
I would imagine she would be required to do a lot more to gain her trust. Okay, now I know your name. Like, we, we cool now? Like, are we all buddies? Yeah. Like, no, that shouldn't be the case, right? Well, I'm kind like, of... I was hoping that it would, like, transcend to the point where she's like, okay, you know, I get it. Like, me just talking to you every day is not going to make us buddy-buddy. Mm-hmm. I need to come out to the battlefield and lead the yeah. charge with you guys. That's, yeah. kind, that's kind of what well, I was expecting to well, see. I think I it's going to lead to that. Yeah, exactly. Right, and right. I think it's obviously like a false kind of sense of truce. Like, I really think that, you know, now that Shin knows that relation with the older brother, I feel like it's going to be something that either Lena's father or mm-hmm. somebody led the brother to his death, and that's really going to cause another kind of, like, divide between maybe Lena and mm-hmm. Shin or some other thing to your point, Kuv, hopefully, you know, now just because they shared names, you know, it's like, oh, we're all going to sit around our campfire and sing Kumbaya. Like, that definitely <laughs> doesn't seem, you know, the route that they're potentially going. So I would at least hope for that, that there's going to be that continued yeah. conflict. I, I think it is just because they, they already mentioned, too, because the one thing is she was, was mentioning, like, oh, like, what are your guys' names? When the, uh, when I think Theo was, was the one that was basically, you know, bitching around about how you don't even know our names, like, right before that. So I feel I feel like they think of it as uh, it's just kind of a response to like how they reacted to her. So it's not like she's like it's not something that she just all like you know thought out of the blue. It was it was mainly them who brought it up. So and they they even kind of mentioned it too like that it doesn't seem like they're gonna just become buddy buddy just from that. But you know it's a, it's a start. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think if anything that one Annette character has become like the weakest character for me. Like I don't really care about that, those interactions. Oh, the friend. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the oh yeah, yeah. The, the, the R and D. Sure, she like oh. fucking yeah. wasting pudding. She's just the one that's still just like stuck in the you know Kool Aid mindset of just like, hey, like you know, they're not our problem. Like we're living the good life. Take a bite out of this she, flan. She, she has like the. the very, I actually like, kind like, of feel like I actually kind of feel like something bad happened to her. Like she is so forcefully in that opinion and so strongly true. trying to per- turn Lena away. Like I feel like something bad happened to her, and now uh. she's like. I don't, that's I, uh, I could be wrong yeah we just haven't seen enough of her yeah. i think she's she's very fair. cynical yeah. like even if she like mm-hmm. she probably i don't know probably thinks like what well, even like like maybe she just thinks that she's Lena's, good... like very naive like just like, doesn't want her to waste yeah probably thinks wasting her time or whatever or she's a good counterpart for lena where lena is very like naive heroic optimist and then uh, to your and point then, of annette yeah. where you know she is obviously more of a like reserved pessimistic focus but hopefully to your like taylor said you know there is that reason for why she is that way you know hopefully she was burned badly in some way that led to that mentality well, and if, it, if that's not the case if it's not something that happened to her i hope that it kind of goes to the point where like i don't know what is supposed to be the main point of this show but i kind of hope would hope to see it come to the point where as lena is trying to instigate like societal change um and eliminate some of this racism have more equality all those kind of things i think it'd be interesting if she ultimately ended up having to reject her friend because her friend just wasn't willing to compromise or to understand the other side because sometimes that's something that has to happen in real life like you can't just like look the other way just because somebody's your friend you know what i mean you have to yeah at the same time you're well, still yeah you could do you, well you could but like i mean then you're not really believing in what you're saying you're you, believing in because you're still What's the word? When you're enabling, you're still enabling their beliefs. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Do you guys think she's she's still uh, she's more of the mindset about how like she's just one person and how she's not going to change anything? Do you think she just has like that t- that sort of feeling, or do you think she's actually like there's a deeper deeper uh, meaning I to her? She, like, why she just blows everything off? I I don't. I'm the, I'm gonna think she's not. 
not have the deeper meaning. I just think it's just part of just growing up in that society. Like even oh, if she yeah, does yeah. like think it's wrong, mm-hmm. I think like because even the uncle was mentioning too how like he was saying, you know, what what are our principles like freedom, equality, liberty, brotherhood, and he was saying, yeah, well, we don't have any of that. So what are you trying to do? And that's a good point that you bring up because I was actually going to question for you guys. Like, if it's not things coming to a head at some point between, like, Lena and Annette in terms of, like, the questioning of their kind of ideologies, I feel like something's going to come up with Lena and her uncle. Because exactly to your kind of point, David, like, it seems like the uncle understands what's going on, but he's kind of taken a firm resolve of, like, hey, I'm, I'm, you know, Team Alba all the way. And I feel like that's going to come to a a divide or a conflict at some point as Lena becomes more and more involved in the world of 86. Dude, dude, what I if think... what if Lena's father got Mufasa, right? Like what if it was okay, the uncle okay. that that killed like her father? Oh, that'd be spicy. Ooh. That, that Ooh. could be Move yeah, over the, Disney. The, true, the true father was always, you know, the top rank and the uncle was just like, man, this mofo, I deserve to be king. Exactly. That's like right. Said, you He's know. too soft. I, could, I could see that. And then core. Lena learns like the truth through, you know, either Shin in the 86, because maybe that was something like with Shin's brother. Mm-hmm. He had some involvement as well that led to that demise. Ooh, mm-hmm. that would be that would be spicy. Mr. Prophet, yes. let's hope. Uh, Hope we uh, got it here. Uh, in uh, in chat, Darren actually brought up a thing where he thinks uh, where he said it could actually be like a Romeo Juliet. Who, you know, two love two societies who love each other, but kept them apart because of their different status or families. Yeah, nah. you look at it as well. Nah. Oh, you don't think so? Oh, okay. <laughs> it could, but yeah. I'm well, sorry. the one thing I will say is I hope Lena and Shin don't end up being together. I don't think. I feel like, like they, that's well, a... Taylor's thoughts. I feel uh, like they're not they gonna, they're not end. I feel so like it's much... such an obvious trope. Yeah, but... I think it's gonna happen. They got to go with the obvious. Uh, Taylor, so, your thoughts? So lazy. Uh, my thought, I told Threaten that what I would want to happen from this season would oh, be Lord. for things to go in motion <laughs> um, and Lena to start focusing on starting some sort of a revolution or something along those lines. I'm not getting into like the political details of this. Okay. She starts doing things on her end and yeah. also becomes closer and builds trust with like shin and the rest of the team and things like that and eventually things would escalate where i was hoping that they would bring in the friend that the friend would start getting more active as well in helping lena like somehow she'd come around and then by the end of the season i was thinking okay shin's gotta die everybody else is dying like died like it's gonna end with him dying and lena going out to basically like be with be with that team and fight with them like in his absence while like the friend still continued that back home or with within alba territory I'd yeah. rather have that than ended with him dying. between the two of we'll them. We'll see. Yeah. I'm like, just... I don't want him to die. I like him, but, you know, I mean, I just feel like... <laughs> what, if she di- what if she's the one that dies? Like, let's say if somehow, like, earlier, you know, she, she moves up to the battlefield, she dies. I think she has a plot armor. Armor. I can't, I can't see not. her dying. Mm. I'm just but... more wondering, like, how much of an impact is the Empire having all this? It seems like a lot of problems is with, is with the Republic of, of, that they're in. I don't know if, like... It just seems like the Empire is just, just a backdrop just to have war. I don't know if they're actually going to go more into detail about the Empire or if they're actually going to have characters from there we're going to know about or anything. So, Sir, do we? You... Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, when you have to use the term Empire, you know there's more shit. <laughs> I was no, just that's wondering, not it. I was just wondering, like, in terms of, like, the light novel and everything, like, is the light novel really long? Is it ongoing? Or... It's not going, definitely. Ongoing. It just, I think it yeah. just, it just okay. came out, like, so this, the first So volume this was a show... came out, like, probably... 
three four years ago i want to say yeah okay so this is the show then that's most likely going to get like multiple seasons and everything like there's we gonna be a very long running <laughs> yeah we will see maybe because yeah I mean, and I'm just curious because I didn't know how much source material there is to work with. Because then that kind of uh, brings the question of like, okay, you know, up. how many? Yep, same. How many issues or how many things are you trying to potentially tackle? Like Taylor said, you know, is it going to be the main focus of um, working to eliminate these, you know, divides and racism that currently populates this world, and you know, unifying together to fight against this common evil and, and not having, you know the the different kind of rankings and groupings or is it going to be you know this season might be the mystery of what happened to the dad and then the next season is going to be you know lena getting involved out in the battlefield or just all these things i just don't know like how much there is to work with if uh, th- there are nine light novels so far and it came out 2017 so holy shit no okay <laughs> got a long ride then yep this is the bad thing i'm not against it it's just that now widens my mind of like there has to be so many other things that are going to come into the mix now Mm -hmm. if you have that much material yeah well sure not not always fight novel sometimes they do drag on so i don't think this one will because people a lot of people praise it so i'm uh i'm gonna trust the readers on this so sounds good oh just curious taylor who was your next favorite character oh guys short hair (laughs) He was in the thumbnail for the last week. He's nice. And then after that, it's the blue-haired girl. Okay. Bluish-black haired girl. It's the dude with the spiky hair, like spiky blue hair, mm-hmm. and like very bright blue eyes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will make sure not to follow them because they will probably die. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do like uh, the blue-haired girl. Um, I think Anju. Oh, well, you better you better find a new waifu quick because oh wait no Anju, Anju is the one with like the whiter hair though right is she like, white? The oh, she's hair. like the longer is like silver purple hair yeah or whatever. I like the one with like the black blue hair a little bit shorter I don't know yeah, anybody's I, name I yet it's terrible we're oh. so bad we're just like oh you know the guys we're no better than Lena <laughs> I know I was right. thinking that when they were going over it <laughs> yeah they're gonna die some Anyways. guys. <laughs> all right where's Elia with that so that's gonna be eighty six for the week. We'll see who else gets to die later on. Move Ooh. on to our next show. Um, let's talk about Two Year Eternity. Yes! She's not dead, boys. She's alive <laughs> somehow. So we got Koo oh. back. Yeah, I, I, like, Lord. I like how they took forever to actually show that shot after the bear like did the swipe and like you see like the the older sister get knocked out. Dude. But they didn't show what happened to like the altar forever. <laughs> Unscathed, guys. I'll just say it. Like, I, even though like this show is supernatural and all of that, and has we'll get hints of magic later, it's like her falling off the cliff is one thing. It's like okay, fine, like that'll be sore believable. But then like getting that swipe from the giant ass bear and not getting like any injuries at all. That's I call BS on that. Yeah, that's like yeah. my one thing about this episode. Dude, every, every time like like the wolf was getting hit, it just looks so like just, it just looked brutal every single uh-huh. time when that bear just this uh just hit him. But it didn't hit yeah. the it didn't hit the other girl at all. Like come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was really yeah. well done, you know, the fight between um God, what's the name that March gave him cuz I'm sure that's like his official um, name now. Fuchan. <laughs> Fushimi, I think is yeah, immortal. Okay, Fushimi. So. But yeah, when when Fushimi's fighting against you know uh, the big bear beast oracle creature or whatever, um, it was really cool. You know, seeing that you know 
initial like power difference and then as he's kind of continuing to attack you see like one his body you know continuing to regenerate but then i also took it as like now when he's fighting a being that is much stronger than him it's the orb learning the like power differences and in a way it was learning like okay there is you know this greater power that i've now experienced and that's how it was able to beat the bear because otherwise, I was, I was just like, this I, motherfucker jumped I on the bear, more... did its thing, bit the nose, and then it died because it ripped its nose off. I thought it was just because of stamina. I thought it was Basically. because, like, when he was buying into it, he like he could feel like the pain, like he understood like the bear is feeling pain. I thought that was the thing. Oh, oh, I, I have no know. idea about that one. I, I, I just yeah, assumed, yeah, it's something guessing. along those lines. Oh, it either God, felt right. the pain or it felt the power that this beast had. And it took that power on so its own, and basically, that's like, oh, shit, I forgot all about that. One. Basically, every time he bit into the bear, like, yeah, he got the the shivers like around his body. So yeah, yeah. they, they very the detailedly like right. showed the shivers going yep. through the entire body, and like the fur like ruffling as it's attacking it. So to David's point, either is the feeling of that pain or the feeling of one this, like strength yeah. that this beast has, and that's you know, if anyways, if, that. if anybody's listening to the podcast or watching this on YouTube, please let us know what that what that meant. Without um, spoiling, please. Yes, without spoiling anything more than that. I completely forgot about that. But I, the the only thing I, I, I the only reason why I thought he beat he beat the bear was just because of stamina. I mean, he just con- well, continues I mean, to regenerate. That, that too. Obviously, the bear can't do it. That yeah, that's true. Bear, there's, there's, there's there's bear, and that that's a very good point you bring up because we yeah. saw you know the bear has like a bunch of like I don't know what those are like spears <laughs> or trees or something. No it's, it's been beaten up after all these years. So obviously, you know, it wasn't fighting at its like you know full. Dude abilities are full strength and like also just kind of talk about the bear thing i like how these people who are following this fucking like uh like this ritual they're like oh my god it does exist that's real (laughs) yeah and they just they still go along with it (laughs) i mean i could say some people have never seen god but they still believe in it right so yeah i uh, guess that that, uh, why didn't really I didn't understand that because, yeah, to, t- to see your points, right? Like, obviously, you know, this ritual has been carried out for years. And, you know, in this instance, it didn't go towards the normal, you know, run of rituals. But it kind of, to your point, did seem like nobody really knew about yeah. this giant bear. But then when they're there and doing that ritual, they had guards, like, up on the walls. So it's like... Oh, they didn't. Did they? No. Was it just spikes all along the round? And then literally when they close the door, you can't see? I didn't see. I think at the end, they had people at the top just because they wanted to see what what, uh, food did. I didn't see any other guards. I just saw the spikes, so... Yeah, I have to go back and look. But it did seem like something where it's just like... I thought people were there, too. Kind of odd that, like, how do you not know about this big-ass giant bear? Like, nobody's ever seen it, yet you've done this tradition for years. I know, right? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, I'd I'd imagine if it's been going on for generations, right? Like, the original guys figured out that to get this bear to stop coming to the village, they had to sacrifice one. That's why they created this site for it, so they wouldn't see it, and it wouldn't see them. But there's food there, and after yeah. the sacrifice, it'll just it just changes. Yeah. Dude, this, right. This so after after so many generations of doing that, it just becomes custom, and you just Honestly. don't know if it's real or not. Dude, the size of that bear, no way that like he's just gonna be satisfied by a, like a little kid. Are you kidding me? I mean, I don't know if it's worked forever. Why? Why would it not work? <laughs> I mean, this time, honestly, right? I don't think I don't think the bear is going to be that important to the story. I think it's just this one oh, part. No. I don't oh no! It. It I was just to point. Yeah, it's just like weird, where it's like it. some people know the truth about it, but don't know these. But yeah, it was more the whole like, ritual. Me, that's me just overanalyzing because yeah. they haven't given me enough yet of like we, what the future holds. Dwell too much into it. Like it was just more the whole ritual religious aspect part of it. Yeah, but it was more like we were nitpicking. Agreed. Um, I'll just but say no, it, man. The, bear, bear's gone. That, the that one thing ending. is like, 
Just just the ending oh. is all I just gotta say. It's just you know, Joan just saying Arigato in that wolf that wolf form. Oh yeah. yeah I right. thought that was creepy. That was <laughs> creepy. I was laughing, I don't know yeah. why. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> and like in like oh we... like kind of like a creepy like like this shouldn't be happening so away. So I should start laughing for some reason. The the one thing we learned about Fu though is he's not just uh stuck with his current state yeah. of uh character. He can that actually too. morph back to previous stuff at least. Uh-huh. Well if he just like just just turns into a rock one of these days. <laughs> what if he turns into the bear? You know? What if he turns into a GD bear? I thought he was, I thought he was turning into the bear, like, during the fight. But yeah, I guess uh, that's too. Yeah. I really didn't know what to expect. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know. Because like, I, I still don't know what the whole shivering thing meant. Yeah. You know? Maybe he maybe he's learning ability. Maybe he just, you know, uh, maybe he went ditto on it and learned I, his... Uh, I felt know, like look. if he didn't turn into the bear during the fight, maybe like, it has to be a thing that's already dead before he can transform into it. Well, the the whole thing is because you know, like with like that great feeling or whatever it was that basically considers like the, the transformation. Maybe the bear just really wanted to kill him, and then you know had that like hardcore feel. And then when he was just connected, maybe he just got the uh, he acquired that ability. Who knows? I'm sure we'll we'll get an explanation of it next episode because, like the narrator always says, it requires a lot of stimulation for you to change. Right. Yeah. And apparently he was stimulated quite a bit throughout the battle. So I'm sure oh, God, yeah. next week's episode they'll show something that changed, other than the whole point that he's talking now. So I mean I mean it seemed like he died many, many times during the bear fight. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. No, I, matters, I, I, I went back and looked and they did have a little like platform that you can look at over the, the wall. Oh were, were, were people there too? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Gotcha. I, yeah. I remember yeah I remember they went to the top like for sure, you know, at the end, basically just to watch like the fight, but I, I couldn't remember yeah. before that. Well, no, 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 but yeah, it was just them that you know dropped or set up Mark there. They ran right. up on the wall when they heard that kind of thing. But it's just weird to me of like, again, I want to continue over analyze it, but it's <laughs> no weird. Of, like if you've been doing <laughs> yeah. this for generations, how has nobody ever said anything? Either yeah, it's very just like shady and nobody tells the truth. But it's like, mm. all right, you have a goddamn platform. You're telling me every time this monstrous bear came up, nobody ever looked to see what it was. I just... You're telling me that that monstrous bear didn't destroy that entire uh, area again. Yeah. I just don't feel like yep. we're gonna get I'm just the biggest critic. Yeah, I don't think we're I don't... gonna get answers. We're just gonna. Oh, I'm just. I'm. I'm, I'm just fine, fine with, with it. So... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just being overly critical because it's like this is what you've given me so far. So yeah, I'm gonna question what you've given me so far. <laughs> I'm surprised. Yeah. I'll, be that, no I'll, be, I'll be that asshole. <laughs> I'm surprised no one's questioned the fact that those bodyguards have like hair like all over yeah. their head, and the they can still freaking, team how. It's, it's, it's that so, doesn't bother you guys? Because so that bad. bothers the shit out of so, me, right? It did. Like, I think, I think I swear we mentioned it when the first time we saw it, too. I think we actually talked about it. We're like, we? this, okay. this is ridiculous-ass-looking guards, yeah. It's like, who, who the hell comes I up mean, with that? <laughs> I didn't pay attention to it because there's this weird, this, this weird story about this immortal orb that turns to a rock and then turns to a wolf and then turns to this guy that's what i was paying attention to no, that's all completely fine yeah the other stuff though that's the stuff that matters david you're looking at the wrong thing <laughs> yeah <laughs> but i'm actually interested to see, i actually do want to see like the story of how uh they go to this uh just like a New normal village. almost a normal village slash city slash town village or is it like yeah. a city like it seems like it looked like a city it looks it big because like they mentioned yeah. they, they mentioned the two regions it's like it's like what, what was like something like Yano, Yano, May, and I think Minna. I think I think they're in like mm-hmm. like the Minna. It's like it's what the village people are in. I think where Hayase, I think where she's from is from the Yano May. So I think like mm. I think that I think like it's where they're going to that area next. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know like if it's like a village or like 
what or like a city but yeah it definitely seemed more like a city because i think in the very end they're showing them like going to be in like a restaurant type setting hmm. where they're talking to each other so no i'm 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 surprised that like that uh the highest actually took them in because now it just feels like she's actually gonna be like an important character in the story i thought they were just gonna like i thought I mean, why wouldn't she? He's, um, he's immortal. Like, thought, the guy's immortal. Still, why wouldn't she I mean, he's important, but I think she's still going to very be an evil character. Where like, I thought she just got to leave. They're only bringing after. they're only bringing Fu back because they've now figured out that okay, there is this other being that transforms into all these things, and they're very curious about it. So mm. I feel like they're going to bring him back, and they're probably going to try to like torture him or do something to see what his abilities are. Yeah. And then he becomes a wizard, and he learns how to shoot fire out of his hands. Yes, well, yes, like yes, like yes. the opening, man. Like all the magic in the opening. Like I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I hate the opening because it spoils so much. They need really to do does. like rezero and just not have an opening. Maybe <laughs> once in a while, but no opening whatsoever. Because that I felt like that ruined the story for me in a sense. Hmm. I would agree with that. We've basically seen probably what a lot of the arcs are going to comprise of. Hmm. I don't know. For me, it's like there's just so much going on in the opening that like it's hard to pay attention to all of it. Yeah, uh, that's the same for again, me. It doesn't really bother me. I'm, like, I'm my own worst enemy. I will analyze yeah. every little thing and be like, "All right." Yeah. So like, I, oh, I know that's important. I need to shut my brain off more. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm my own my own enemy here. I do it to myself. <laughs> I'm good but to go. It's frustrating. So, but anyways, good episode. Much yeah. better than last week, in my opinion. So. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Even though, even though I'm still a fanboy for '86, this is still probably like my favorite show of the season. So it's, it's top. It's 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 up there. So that's gonna be it for our two-year attorney. Uh, move on to our next show. We got Tokyo Revengers. Oof. I gotta say, Oof. Justin, like I'm still enjoying the show, and I still I believe in you. Say that it's all good. I'm just saying, like every time the time trial is mentioned, it's like <laughs> it's like the one thing about this. Just like, <laughs> every time that gets mentioned. Like, yeah, the the rationale and the ability to come to the conclusions that Naoto came to were very, you know, weak writing. But um, I think, again, as I was saying, like, it really like the time travel serves as the means to, you know, tie together the the events that will occur between this ensemble of characters. So that really is taking the background it's more just a means of transportation. I, and mean, I think like once you take that away, then you're like, okay, cool. Even I care much more about the characters than time travel. It wasn't even like Naoto for me. It was just like when um when they met like Akun in like the, the truth house, he like immediately jumped to the conclusion that it was the time travel. I'm like, yeah, that was one part of the problem. How, how yeah. did all these characters like jump to that conclusion? Like, oh, like this thing already happened. It must be time travel. I'm yeah. like, how must did, be. Like yeah. what? I. I I, I told Taylor that too. I was like, well, what the fuck? I was like, why is your first thought time travel? <laughs> time travel. Yeah. Uh, no, but to be honestly, fair, I don't know if it's going to be one of those things that is answered. It very well could be. Um, uh, and maybe like that hasn't occurred yet. Um, honestly, I don't, sure. I don't really honestly remember what happened in like the middle just because I'm reading like the current chapters, but maybe <laughs> that, there is some background there. I don't know. That actually, I mean, besides that, I didn't really have too much other issues with the time travel. Mainly because it's like we don't also we don't know like why Naoto is the one that for some reason he can travel with or time travel. He's like which he his hand. Yeah, yeah, which is weird. It's just like why why him? Um, it's a, which well, I'm again, assuming again, and hoping that, that just goes back answered. to like all the stuff like the time travel stuff. Just, just yeah, doesn't make much sense. But besides that, like I we're still all enjoying the story. So 
Dude, I was actually interested, like, with this time when he actually ch- jumped back to normal time. When I was first, la- when, I, when I first thought, like, ah, oh, fuck, I actually didn't want him to do that. But then, I didn't want uh, to do it either, yeah. Yeah. But well, when I mean, he did he, it, he, did, he didn't want to go back either. Yeah, I know. Oh, my God. That the girl's hand, and he's like, Naoto, what the fuck? Like, no. I, I called that, too. Before they even showed the person, I was like, it's it's Naoto. And it was. Yeah. And then, but I didn't I thought... even think about how just holding his fucking hand sends him back. I was like, fuck. Almost called it. But, uh. No, but the whole thing now it's not. But what I actually like, uh, like about the where like where the story is going, it's not just about the girl anymore. Now it's he's wanting to save. Because when we first saw him, like I just thought, like, dude, this guy just looks sick. Like, he's, like not in a good sick. Like he just looks. No, yeah. Oh, about, like, he's he's obviously looks... he's been made to do some very <laughs> like, like dark yeah. things. Yeah. yeah. He kind of yeah. he kind of alluded to it too when you know yeah. they were talking on the roof of. Um, just how he had known that the girlfriend had been killed and that, mm-hmm. um, you know, the, the brother was a police officer. And, you know, um, Takamichi was like, how do you know all this? And he's like, that's just the power Tokyo Manju has. Like, Tomen knows everything. They are well connected. And there's a reason why yeah. they're able to do what they do in this current time. Yeah. When they um, were um saying all the names, though, I had to go back and look at it up. Like, I didn't know who the hell Draken was. And, like, I just the other people. It's like, <laughs> who are you don't know who Draken was. No, I, Draken's like the only one I oh, remember. Yeah. They gave him a dragon tattoo yeah. on the side on the of his side, head. bro. What? Draken was the only guy I remembered, just because I of remember uh, Mikey. Because of I, I couldn't remember Draken, and then like. <laughs> and, but no, that's the thing. Like the you guy, will get to know all the, the characters as I'm time comes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the, name, the main villain they're talking about is like the glasses guy. But like I, <laughs> yep. I took oh, me all to Kisaki? get that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I don't know. I already forgot his name. So it's taking me a while to remember these names, but. Uh, He's not glasses, Kun. Well, so so what did you think about you know Akun and him taking his his leap off the I, edge of the? I, I, did you I, have again. like much feeling for it, or is it kind of just like a oh damn? It's like, kind of dramatic, but I understand. Like I, there are probably like a lot of things in in the history that we don't see, but I can understand like someone like being so scared of of like your a gang leader that's above you, and like, you just feel you're trapped in this life. So I, I totally understand his action, but it just felt. From the viewer's perspective, it just felt dramatic because this is like eh. the first thing we see. In I'm the getting a feeling. For, I'm getting for, the feeling that uh, Takemichi is not the only one that can time travel. There has to be someone else that can time travel as well. I mean, the, 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 the fact <laughs> the fact that you're you're able to just like oh you can time travel like that's that's the only I mean, explanation last, you can time travel right. So I, th- I thought it makes Mikey it seem like it's just basic. The other time travel because he was yeah, like was he was like ta- ta- like he was telling to Takemichi like. Something he was mentioning about that uh, you said again, as if as in saying like that's suspicious and uh-huh. yeah. So I I think it's Mikey that's the other time traveler. Um. So the, when the whole thing with it being dramatic, one actually uh, basically I, I thought like when I went to the roof, I was like this man's jumping, and there was no even signs he was going to jump, and he jumped. And then yeah. the second the second thing was about the whole thing is like now with uh with you know going through t- like or going back through time, like when somebody dies, I actually don't feel like they're dead. It's more of like they can go back and like try you know do something to to attempt to prevent it. So yeah, it doesn't doesn't sure. make it permanent. I found so it way that, more traumatic just seeing that change from when he was young to when he was older, and you see him so gaunt. Oh god, dude, <laughs> I I actually, like, oh, that, that was that was traumatizing. I felt I felt way worse about that than actually watching yeah. his death because he just looked he just yeah. looked terrible. And yeah. kids, this is why you don't do drugs. Dude, a lot of other things. That, that sounds like I mean, that man like, had to do a lot of shit. Everything he did to get to where he was, like he, that was not of his own choosing. Yeah, just oh, like, oh, this is life for me. I, I just remember uh-huh. too, like in that rooftop too, the glasses guy was there watching the whole thing. So does he now mm-hmm. know that 
Taki Michigan time travel and Ziza got well, fucking. Well, did he already know though? Because like, why else would he have? Why like why else would he have um him push him like into the train? Like mm-hmm. like like what would be the reasoning for that? Yeah, I think yeah, he had to have seemed surprised. Yeah, because you know? yeah. you're not just gonna like never see this guy like since middle school and be like, you know what? I'm just gonna run to this motherfucker at the train station and push his ass into the train. Yeah, so, right. Well, so. I think it's more so too of kind of the point where he says, you know, how well connected Toman is. And they probably thought like they had to cut off all loose ends that were related to this one girl, you know, that that got killed. Yeah, because so we probably don't... were thinking like, oh, you know. Takamichi, yeah. you know, had feelings for this girl back when they were in middle school, and well, and, and, and basically and just eliminate anybody who's a loose end. I feel like that's a very common like gang tactic. Oh, yeah, yeah and, the, and that well connected. And the thing is, he is changing time as well. Like he is actually changing like what's happening, like with the timeline. So but we don't subtle. know. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's subtle. It's, it's subtle, but this is also going over twelve years. Yeah, right. so we also don't know like what led to Akun still going the route of joining. Toman, because yeah, what you saying before, like originally, because Takamichi didn't um, like win the fight against the gang leader, Akun went forward and like stabbed him. Uh-huh. Yeah, and then yeah. that like potentially now didn't happen. So, and it's the thing that comes That's to time travel. Change. There's so many yeah subtleties and things yeah. that you know now can just be manipulated. So. Yeah, I mean that's a fairly big change from stabbing a guy to not stabbing him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. yeah. Because yeah. then I, I want to say the other guys in the group too, like Takamichi's group. I'm sure they'll be a like major role in this too now in the present well, time. So but, well, the one thing, sorry, before I forget again, um, because the current timeline as well, um, you know, MC is friends with Mikey and uh, and Draken, so it, which he mm-hmm. wasn't originally. Remember, he basically right. was just like a bitch, you know, for those other that other dude, and mm-hmm. that's like where the timeline went. So now. So oh, now that the timeline true, is he's true. So now the timeline it is he's in that group. So in a sense, he would have a mark on his head. So that would make sense and like why he would why would he would want him to go out and push him mm-hmm. into the train? Mm-hmm. I think that's that's kind of like what but, I have. But yeah, but you're saying that that like he was already a target before he time traveled. So we don't know like. Yeah. Well, we don't know because it could have because who pushed him could have been different. Or what yeah, happened could have been different. That too, but I think he, I thought you were jumping to the conclusion that like because oh no no what in the no past, I was that... just saying. Well, I guess then the question kind of becomes to your point, sort of like what we as viewers were originally shown was that even like the original timeline. Oh, I have like, no yeah, idea. You know, it's, you know, <laughs> yeah. you would think like that's the first thing I'm shown as a viewer. Yeah, not me spoiling. I have no idea, honestly, because mm-hmm. um, that hasn't even really been concluded because the series yeah. is still ongoing. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's kind of one of those things that does now come with with time travel of just like, you know, there yeah. is no original timeline anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I do feel like the, the person who originally pushed him for what we saw was different. So yeah. I, what if, I, I don't think it was him. What if it was Hina all along and she's mad <laughs> she's, because she's he, he left her. But she was already he, dead. He left her. <laughs> No, 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 but it was a it was a fake. She's she's a top oh. boss now, but she had a faker on death. Oh right? yeah, she has, a, she has yeah. a body double. That's the one thing that Sasha texted me in terms of his like thoughts and stuff. He's oh my god. Like, he's like, man, oh what god. if Keen is the true leader of Toman? So oh he already god. knows. Man. Girl's a crazy man. Oh you god, don't just leave a girl alone I, and expect like it to go on skate. Who and Sasha on the same wavelength wavelength? I mean, what she was the one really just uh you know bitch slapped Mikey and had you know no fear. Oh god. Uh, yeah. but no, I actually after that one episode, where the second episode, I thought like, oh my god, this show is gonna be brutal for me to get through. Now, 
I, I'm with you, Justin. I'm actually, I'm actually hey, interested hey, in a time I, travel I, show, which I, normally I doesn't loyal happen. All along, right? I'm still. Yeah, following I, think, well, I, think I was still loyal, but I just, I, I just, Again, you know. I, I think it's easy for me because obviously, you know, I've read to where we're at right now, but um, I'm glad to hear from your guys' perspective, even with stuff that, admittedly, I, I would think if I was watching this for the first time. To your point, David, I would totally think like, okay, you know, the the logic behind how they figure I'm out the saying, time travel very weak. I'm the, just letting that go now. <laughs> well, the other thing too, and, and not that it matters, this is me just nitpicking, so it literally doesn't matter, but the fact that Akun didn't change his phone number after all these years <laughs> is just one of those conveniences. Hey, some, <laughs> hey, I still have my phone number after the past, like, 10 years, so it's real. Yeah. Sometimes when you know, when you have connections, it's a lot easier to just keep, just keep the phone number. Hey. All right. <laughs> oh, Lord, but, um, you're that guy. Nah, honestly, honestly, uh, to be fair, I, I think I would, I, he would have changed his number. Yeah, honestly, yeah, we'll uh, this stuff. So, like, I, um, I was it. I like how well, because this whole time, like, uh, Takemichi's being really naive about the whole thing. So, I like how like it was really emotional, like, development for him this episode. So, I think we're gonna see, even though like he came back and everyone kept saying like, you know, he's like he's changed. I think he's gonna change again, and realize seriousness of all this so i really like how this episode was for his character development yeah so. show's picking up yeah it was yeah. also nice to see like mc like where he's he doesn't just want to save the girl now he actually wants to save everybody yeah kind of yeah. uh so yeah. that, that, that was like that was pretty cool there's like more at stake now so a lot yeah. more things he has to do to change to actually change to make sure everybody gets out alive uh-huh and the thing is, he also has to change like um, his uh, God, sorry, I, I think you guys have said his name multiple times. But the redheaded guy has like one of his like be- best friends and better friends. Yeah, he basically has to like change like his way of like, his way of life in a sense too, so he doesn't end up uh, in that way too. Yeah, not just not just save him, but also have to like change that part, which is like that, gets, that could get really messy. So much stuff, man. When you it's, have it's so crazy. much stuff that you have to worry yeah. about, and you're just one person. I'm actually I'm actually uh, looking forward to uh, what ends up happening. Also, shout out to the OP man. I I love this OP. Like me hyped every time the episode starts. <laughs> I have to listen to it again, but uh, I don't hate it. I don't think. You don't think? Mm. I don't think. I can't yeah, remember. Like... <laughs> Jazzy, but yet heavy. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, with the it. opening with like, like the that, the first like two yeah. seconds like always gets stuck in my head after I watch an episode. Mm-hmm. So, right. so I think that's gonna be it for Tokyo Revengers. Uh, and right there, we'll move on to our next show. Let's talk about. Let's try to talk about My Hero Academia. Oh God! <laughs> it's happening, guys. Two no. episodes per fight. No, <laughs> yeah. No. Well, not even just not even just a fight, but a fucking. It felt almost pointless. Like it's just like <laughs> you have a fight of a fucking mushroom chick that she just basically just sprouts mushrooms. Like she's just shooting a, like water spray guns. I mean, hey, hey I she's actually she, she's actually I secretly OP. I thought that, like, I, if I, she I, were I, to be assassin, she's pretty strong. I, mean, I, I thought yeah, mushroom yeah. was actually cool. I'm just more by by the fucking comic book guy who just says like that sound. That was so bad. So like, bad. I thought that was just stupid. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I immediately thought, like, well, like, who in the hell would come up with anything like that? Like, I, I can't even think of. Yeah, like, the, the thing is, like, also, I mean, we've we've seen like ridiculous ass quirks. Like, who the hell just thinks like I'm gonna make this guy like just shout comics, like comic things? A it's comic just, like, author or manga author? Are you, are you guys? Are you guys forgetting about Vinegar see, Boy? I, I took that as more of a joke. <laughs> he's, like, he's, I, like, I don't know. That's more funny. Is, that's, this is just more lame. Like, I, but I took it as more of like a joke. But then at the same time. 
they lost to them. I'm thinking, are you fucking kidding me? Like, how do you lose to basically like a, a team that we will most likely never see again besides like the giant fist girl, maybe shadow guy. I, I can't see we ever see like the mushroom chick or the comic guy again. No, no, no. So, so to be fair, right? Like the mushroom girl, like I said, I did not think that they would take that dark route where she can plant mushrooms in your lungs. There is well, no well, counter counter to that. I, for that, I, I think it depends on also like the situation you'd be you'd be in. I mean, they're around like a giant fortress of everything around. If they're they're out like in the middle of like a field, I don't think she'd be able to do it. It's it's your lungs, Threaten. There's it's it's damp, it's dark, like mush. If she can, she can do it whenever she pleases. For sure. I, I mean, I, I still think she'd be able, like one shot. <laughs> no, for sure. But like I said, she would be well, more of a like so a, like an so assassin. So a lot of the other guys. heroes are one shot too. Yeah, I mean, again, and then the, and then the dark is, guy, he's he's pretty strong as well. And then Kendo, she's pretty strong on her own, so it wasn't that bad of a matchup, to be honest. So, so what else did they have to do then, where it didn't affect the other members of her team, like for the lungs, because the other team, like they they got that stuff, so they it wouldn't be affected it. by it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay, on so the outside. Just, yeah, on, yeah. On so, the outside. Yeah. So I wonder it's, what the hell they did then to prep. You know, for because the, she, for she just basically spammed the mushrooms, whereas like the poison was a very targeted towards. Uh, atol- See, I don't atol- like that. Atol- it, it, what, how the fuck is she going to target that shit? You know, well, like, he was literally right there. Yeah, but everybody else was though, and only he got affected by it because she targeted him. Uh, no, because she she activated Dude, it. It wasn't something shit. that she was going to use. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 whatever. But I don't it, know. it was the something logic, that she was forced to use. The logic of that bitch was just terrible. <laughs> like, um, but no, that, like watching this episode just makes me think like, why why do I have like a, a figure shelf dedicated to hero? <laughs> but the, I heard though like like I, I don't think I've hated it. That's why. But I don't think I hated another episode more than this episode. So it, it only can go up from here. Holy but, crap! <laughs> but I just wanted to get through this. I actually no, no, like no, gentle we, criminal. We, like like got, towards the end, like got, the, the result, another, like resolution. You got another yeah, fight, sir. Gentle got, criminal. You got a, you got <laughs> a little got, bit. You got Todoroki versus some other class B people. I'll that, be honest. See, now that that'll I be better. It, I feel like this was one of the arcs that, when I did decide to read the manga, it got to this point, and then I literally took a break from the manga. It was just like, <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait for you know these to come out for a few weeks, and then I went back to when it gets good again. <laughs> so for the manga, yeah. did they have the comic guy there too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Everything, everything oh, is being adapted exactly yeah. as it happened. It's just one of those yeah, things where, I guess it's been nice to have that option of, okay, I'll just you know wait for it to get some running room so that I'm not you know. I guess it's it's just a thing of like setting your expectations realistically each week. Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. you know all you guys have seemed to now do that with kind of what we're covering right now. So well, it just. It feels like because like you know they're they're supposed to be like the hero class. It's, um... it's definitely a valley of the series, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. And shonens always have you know these very undulating it's peaks like... and valleys, so it's easy yeah. to be like, oh, I always you know come it's in just, at the peaks and this, stuff. But... Just yeah, it feels like it's like the equivalent of the training arc. So like I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm just that's why I'm just waiting feels... for this to be over. It's, just it's it feels patience. So bad. That's all it is. Like, it feels so bad because it's like you have like where you think like these top tier guys with y- y- uh, Yao, I uh, can't pronounce her name. It's called um, what, Momo. 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 Yeah, Momo. So, with uh, basically Momo and um, and the other guy's name. Yeah. And so, no. we have, like, <laughs> oh, oh, the guy. We have like these, uh, like, you know, like o- like OP kind of characters, and you're losing to the almost, like, like just literal trash. Like you're, you lost to a comic guy. And, you and, know who and, I blame? Invisible Girl. She's utter trash. That's why I blame for the loss of this fight. All she really 
He just reflected yeah. light. This yeah, fight. That's all, all she can said. do is basically just do flat. Like she just has a solar flare, and that's about she it. didn't do anything. Like she had one job to defeat the comic book guy. She couldn't even do that. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, the fact true. that she is fully invisible, and they don't really have a character that can detect. You know, like yeah, and then, to your point, she could like, just take her gloves and shoes off, and then <laughs> sneak uh-huh. behind enemy lines and yeah, like, like, oh, yeah. Creed, stab yeah, your yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bigger picture, that was just an awful fight. Like. I'm just hoping, like, basically, we're we're past that, and then we're they're just yeah. better ones now. To be fair, I remember it as one of probably the weakest fights of no, this tournament. It was so. awful. Like, 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 already the fight was like bad in general, and at the, then you're just gonna like demean these people by making them lose to this shit. <laughs> it's just it's one of those things that I can't help but it's like the author has to do it because it's like you have you want to give every character you know their their just ends, but then yes. it really is that moment that when you lead up to that and you're like before that you're just like. Oh, oh man, like I really want them to focus on other characters other than you know the usual Deku Bakugo. But then you get that and you're just like, oh fuck, I didn't want this. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like they picked the most absolute boring way to like <laughs> evaluate those characters and I bring even more want to them, them. To focus on class B because I feel like we still need more focus yeah. on the cl- other class A yes. besides the, yeah. the Trinity. Correct. So yeah, yeah. it just feels like Correct. it's just diluting the diluting like the characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. So. Hopefully, um, maybe so. three more episodes. Yeah, that's what maybe I think. Maybe four. Three. three or yeah. four. No, yeah. two yeah. per battle. Two per team battle. Two per team battle. Yeah, they could stretch some stuff out as well if they want to just make it reach like the halfway mark for the oh, season. So, again, was, this, that, would be, this, that would be this, so this, painful. This is, this is a shonen, so um, you know, just think it as it is. Just as I said just, since the beginning of the season. Unless we forget I'm Dragon Ball waiting. Z. I'm no, just no. waiting for the school we stuff all love to be it, over. But... Um, the one, the one thing I actually hate, like talking about repetition, is basically when Vlad's bias commentary. That that yeah. that's actually getting annoying. It's uh, yeah. Also, yeah. The, the, also I hate like 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 how much time Hero Academia is wasting at the beginning to recap. Oh my that's god, yes. Show, that's so Normally, but Hero's never been like that bad at it. And then this season, they're just it. They're bad at it. it it's yeah. uh, like, it's it's, it's, it's like. It's like I'm like when I'm, when I'm watching Digimon. I just skip like five minutes in, and it's like I just started the episode. <laughs> it's not that bad, but I mean, it, it, so. it's not you can always, you can always yeah. watch it at two times speed. Uh, it's, see, I I still <laughs> want to like you. <laughs> like, I think like, like, we, we should get past this part, and we'll just forget about yeah. it. So yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what they're saying. Like you can you can basically feel the room like when you get into the episode, and then it's like, all right, mm-hmm. I want to save some time. Yeah. But it's just wait. It's just <laughs> like it's like, and then when it gets there, if you see something where you're like, oh shit, you yeah. know, put it back to one time speed, then you're good. Like, I mean, it's, it's, episode, I skip it. Like, like as it, soon as like it's, more it's, more story stuff happens, then that's when it's, I'm gonna like start paying more attention. But otherwise, just yeah. Well, you good a little bit quicker through the story if I didn't recap the episode we just saw. It's just like <laughs> if, if if we are having to recap the episode we just saw, you probably shouldn't be watching this episode. You know? <laughs> Yeah. Fuck! I'm out. I'm bad. He's uh, he's really angry today. Oh, like I said, it can only go up from here. I'll be fine next week. I think that the, my anger at Hero peaked last season when they all showed up to take down Chisaki, and everybody like teams up right outside their little fortress and to like lay out what all of their plans are. All the girls stay up front. Or stay on top to like fight people up there while all the dudes go down below and with no plan really they just uh-huh. throw themselves on in. I was like, that was just 
everything about the setup of that was so lazy to me. I don't think I've ever been more mad at the show than that. So for me with this, I'm like, it's boring, but eh, you know, you just just skip a couple of weeks of watching it. Yeah. This is this okay. is Deku's world and we're just <laughs> I mean I just feel ride. I just feel like we're watching characters that we we'll probably will never see again. Like the mushroom girl, uh like comic guy. Like I, I almost guarantee it, we will never see them again. Then Justin just tell me off stream. <laughs> oh, they actually become, you know, the one saving grace. I mean, like, Mushroom Girl is actually the true savior like, that, like, you know, I mean, leads Deku to greatness. Because I, 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 I forgot about Shinzo this all the time and he came back, so. Like. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason why I knew why Shinzo came back is because of one individual. Well, oh. the thing about Shinzo, too, is that his battle. Shut up, Threaten. Is that his battle <laughs> was like, I mean, it stood out from that season. Like, it was not, it was presented differently than others. So, I, guess, I mean, I, yeah. felt, I felt like that was pretty yeah, obvious. Yeah, it was actually good character motivation. I feel like the character motivation for Class 1B is really like the pompous guy who just wants to. I still, I, 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 on Class 1A. And I still it's love a, that. It's an guy. unfortunate character to have that guy because then all of Class 1B kind of gets grouped into that. Yeah, I, like, I love that guy. I love how, I just love how. <laughs> <laughs> this is his only goal and he he, he can't do it it's just it's right. the only thing he lives for and then you see it smacked around by, by kendo so. who's yeah. worried about villains when we have class 1a to be <laughs> exactly right very very narrow like it's oh, funny well, usually, yeah, usually, usually i don't like 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 obnoxious smoke people like that but for some reason that guy i just he, i just feel his energy like <laughs> i actually so, kind of agree with you on that david like like even though he can't, like he he he's struggling to do it. Like it's just funny every time he tries to clear it. So yeah, I think I'm good. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing else to say. So that's it for my hero academia. And then I guess we'll open the floor. If anyone wants to give any shout outs, any shows we didn't mention yet. Uh quick, quick, actually, quick shout out that I did not put on the the list is um as actually for Zombieland Saga the. So for the first season, I, I actually didn't think like the CGI for like their the little routines were that bad at all. But I actually feel like they they stepped it up even more the second season. Like it looks insane how good the how good the CGI is. Uh, I just wanted to just give a shout out with that. I mean, the story is still kind of like that. Yeah, like, like still kind of the, the story. It's uh, was it where that uh, the one of the previous members who was with like um one of the big bands from her time was actually reaching out to her and they're just it's more of like they 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 think like obviously they, they don't think it's her but it's a lookalike because you know she's been dead for i don't know how long so it was more of like kind of like the um the issues of keeping her with the french issue and not mm -hmm. having her like go to their team it's more of like kind of a couple of the, the members were worried that oh god is she actually gonna leave us and you know obviously that's that was never gonna happen i mean she's a fucking zombie so, but you know but <laughs> for the terms of the story they obviously didn't go to that point but it was a little bit more, that, but uh, just like, but the animation, like, and just the CGI itself, I thought was was crazy good. Also, they had a couple of good musics, and David, if you do continue the show, they did do some more rapping. Yes, <laughs> looking for the rap battle. <laughs> oh lord! Uh, another shout out, um, Justin. If you, we heard a little bit of your thoughts about next gen full dive. Oh, um, I'm probably out on full dive. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of one of those things where, again, like, as I've already said, I'm already watching some shows at two times speed. And Full Dive <laughs> admittedly was one of those shows. Oh, um, no. So I'll, I'll probably pick up Kabaddi, you know, based off the, the good reviews that you guys have been giving week over week. Um, I think the thing for me of why I decided to 
most likely drop full dive this week is uh, the backstory for the protagonist. I just felt like is so dumb. It was weird. Like, I, get, yeah. <laughs> I get how they tie it into like you know the trauma of him wetting his bed when he's getting you know kind of uh, wow. sexually tortured of sorts. Wow, what but am I hearing? This was how they did it. It was David. It was so corny. It was and bad. Stupid. <laughs> it was bad. Like. Uh, you didn't I like the random know. American medalist coming by? No, yeah, so that's the thing, too, where it's like, it's kind of similar, David, of, you know, what we see with, um, uh, oh, my God, Moriarty, where, you know, it's what Japanese people think will, like, hit oh. with the audiences of, like, oh, of Just, course, it will make fun of, like, some, you know, super, super stereotype, like, American athlete, as Ku was saying. So, like, once I saw this guy, and then him giving, like, his whole, like, pep speeches to the protagonist and everything, I'm just like, this is, this is so dumb. Yeah. And then, like, you know, with what happens at the track meet and then the sister having her kind of, like, frustrations, I'm just like, this is, like, there's no substance. Dang. Like, if anything, I really enjoy when he's in, you know, the actual virtual world. I think that's a lot of fun. And, you know, obviously, that's probably going to be the main focus. But it's just like, I don't know. Even if I'm outside of that world, I don't care. It was, it was also really weak how he, how he got back into the world, too. I, I was thinking there was going to be more than just basically, you know, coursing him, uh, in a sense to basically to just to, 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 um for the the like the main girl. Yeah. Just when, was... when you uh, when you said like the American stereotype reminds me, this is one manga called like Ratman, and it's about superheroes too. And of course, one of the superheroes is like is an American living in Japan. He has has a hamburger restaurant. He's think his power is like <laughs> it's like Bull Man, whatever. And like yeah, and he has like the best like hamburger, just like restaurant in Japan, and his daughter's also a cowboy. Oh <laughs> so. god! Of course, of course. Yeah. So I just want to see that. I, yeah, I, I'll still be watching the show, but yeah, those were by far the worst parts. Was like his yeah. backstory, crazy fucking weak. Uh, no, I, I think I was even telling Ku like I think there's a lot of good potential, especially for all more of like the female characters that they always tease in like the opening and ending. That uh, are gonna brush paths with the uh, protagonist, so I think that'll still be like good in a fun time. But did you? I don't know. This is all the other stuff. I feel like there's not much like weight and substance behind it, and it's like I'd rather you know go watch a, a different show. Did you think it was a uh, pretty weak on um, how like what how like how he actually went back into the world? Because I feel like he definitely... Oh, that was another stupid thing when they brought together, like, the whole tutorial from this one guy, and, like, of course, he's, like, a super over-the-top, like, oh, I didn't even miss, dude. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't we... mean that part. I meant, like, the main girl, where she's like, oh, like, like I'm, like... Oh, oh, oh yeah. As yeah. uh, realistic as that may be, that would be the only way you would get me to go back in the game, right? <laughs> as realistic as that would be. Yeah. But even then, like, this whole, this whole episode was really, really weak. Yeah. yeah, I but, guess it just didn't, it just didn't resonate much with me. I think it could have been better. So. Would you would you fall for it though when you just got debated in a sense by the the chick that was basically uh, basically cutting you? Sred again. If I was in high school and she did this to me, a hundred percent, I would go back. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so I, I can't deny. We'll, we'll see. Um, I would obviously fail. I was very negative, but we'll see what I decide to do for next week. So stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. See what happens. Yeah, I, I'm gonna just ignore those couple episodes and just hope that it just it's just enjoyable to watch. But that was, I mean, I still like I still like the storyline. I still think that it has a lot of potential, especially with how the first three episodes were. Um, but 
Yeah, hopefully this is a one time. But if they do do it again, I'm, I would probably drop the show as well. well. So. I mean, it's like I honestly just don't care about his like real life. It sounds bad, but it's just like I just want to know about his in game story yeah, now. Because, uh, not caring about real life is why we have so much isekais, friend. Yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, like he didn't even have like a, like a traumatic real life. It's just you, like he, it was he just, like, like he did. What are you what are you talking about? He did, dude. I mean, it would be pretty it's, traumatic it's of what happened, but it's stupid. Yeah, it's stupid, <laughs> but, but I, I, I totally get why he is the way he is now. Yeah, totally get it. Imagine, you know, you're on this track of getting no, recruited no, no, no. by the best schools in the nation, and that yeah. happens. Basically, David, you're you're running on a you're running on like a, a race. You trip, you fall. You don't even you think, oh, that's it. No, you just pissed yourself, and then they can just kind of continue from there. How do you, okay. If that happened in real life, how would you ever come back from that? Like, I'd go to a different middle school. I'm not gonna or a different high school. I'm not even gonna lie. You <laughs> so, were at the like national track meet where all the scouts were. There's no way you could run away from that. One for how much I go to the bathroom, I would not have forgotten. If I met my my <laughs> idol going on my way to the bathroom, like like I said, I don't blame him for what happened, but just the fact that the stupid was so stupid. I mean, yeah. the, the story was so stupid, like. I get it. I, I understand it, but it was pretty dumb. It, yeah, it just feels like they were going so over the top. Like the point, like it's fine. Like if he met his idol, and then like that caused some other type of reason for why he couldn't, you know, finish the race. Mm-hmm. But it's like, okay, you literally had to tie in him pissing his pants. Yeah, it's just very childish and just like not realistic. creative or realistic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But yeah. Um, anyway, that was a lot more than just a show. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. <laughs> But um, yeah. well, let's see. For me, uh, I'm still watching Red Mars. Um, story's still kind of pretty whatever. But again, the art style and the music is what's really keeping me um involved there. Uh, I would say the show that actually I've really been enjoying is um the Sage's Power is omnipotent. Where in this week's episode, we finally get the revelation that you know, say is the true sage and everybody else is starting to learn about that because she's not keeping her, you know, powers really under wrap, especially with what she did in this latest episode. So uh, I'm interested to, to see where that goes. What was that? What happened with the other girl then? We, well, it sounds, we no it, it sounds like we, we have no idea. We're going to okay. eventually learn, but it sounds like obviously, you know, she hasn't been doing, you know, what, now we've seen say can do so is it getting interesting because i didn't watch this week uh it graduated from being all nice and buddy buddy like to uh welcome to real life oh god in a sense it's oh, not that serious um, i guess we'll have to maybe start watching that again uh, at least i will I, I i wasn't planning on dropping it but i just was busy and i was like eh, no that's know. completely fine <laughs> it's understandable it's it's yeah. one of those like like one of those things where you just like like relax and watch, like slice life. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So totally understandable. Um, it was my show that I could watch, turn my brain off, enjoy, you know, the cute interaction, all that stuff, and then now this specific week's episode added uh, a little bit more than that to actually make me be like, okay, I need to start fully paying attention to like what's going on. Mm-hmm. So, okay. okay. Good to know. Yeah, maybe. Maybe I yeah. can add uh, my seventeen shows. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. 17. Um, That was all I had. I don't have anything else. Did you say you wanted to talk about Shaman King, Sretton, as a shout-out? Oh, yeah. I I did have a brief uh, brief Um, shout-out. 
Yo's new form, I thought it was actually pretty cool. Um, with uh, instead of actually like uh, having the spirit going to himself, he basically just has like the, the spirit going to the weapon, uh-huh. which which I, I mean I didn't even think about it, but it makes more sense. <laughs> Seems legit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it looked pretty cool. And also, I hate that other fucking that other dude where Red. I don't know, uh, who Red. Ren? Ren? The guy we saw at the end. Yeah, the yeah. with the spear. Yeah, he's just like, oh, it's like, I just need to get hit on a move. It's like, get, go fuck. I don't get how like he's able to do that though, because I mean, Yo was able to beat him before he even had like his power ups. I, you know, I don't know. It, Honestly, it just happens. Like, just, like, if it wasn't for the opening, I, like you know, him like becoming, I don't know if he's either an anti-hero or just like a like uh, a group member for them. I would just want uh-huh. that man. Okay? Like, I, it's just he's so fucking annoying. Mm, and yeah. he was on. He was only on screen for like ten seconds. <laughs> yes. But that's all I really had to say. That it's uh, but I, I thought that was pretty cool. Also, just like these, the start of the Shaman King battle, mm-hmm. with, and um, also just kind of um, oh god, his uh, his future wife's kind of like his little, like little backstory, Anna. but yeah, yeah, yeah. About yo, like uh, about yo, I thought that was also good. Yeah, the one thing for me, like again, this is one of the shows that I just watch it two times because I I know what what happens. Right. But uh, I did specifically watch it at regular speed for the final fight between them um, or the final test between Yo and Silva. Mm-hmm. But part of me didn't like the animation for Silva. I felt like he looked cooler in the original show. But maybe that's just me with rose tinted glasses and like yeah, I, I think that's that's grittier style. I'm sure it 100 percent is, but other than that, you know. Oh shit! The totem, the totem cannon was still pretty badass. Yeah, the totem cannon was cool. I think yeah. it's just one of those things. Yeah, because I'm biased and I've seen the original airing, and you know, I know like traditional shonens had a very much. It's like the same thing with Hunter Hunter. Like if you watch the 2011 versus the original mm-hmm. Hunter Hunter, it's just that difference of art style. Yeah, and I silver, think. Oh, uh, look, looks like intimidating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he's still you know, rightfully intimidating in the new series, but I feel like it's definitely just because it's more glossy. Right. It just didn't have as much like that grit and like weight right. to right. it that you got with like, you know, previous nineties, early two thousands shows. True. True. But, but yeah, no. just, uh, just yeah. waiting for them to, to get to the new stuff. <laughs> so just let us know when that happens as well. I don't know how like, often it's going to be, gonna, gonna be a while unless they decide to take huge liberties. <laughs> half the year, guys, calling it. Honestly, right, honestly. Half the year. So. Right. That's all I got. Cool. All right. Anyone else? Shout outs? All right. Uh, nope. All right. We're just going to right there then. So that's it for this week for a piece of the podcast. Um, Thanks, so Darren. Strong. Thanks. Yeah. Oh, you go ahead, Trent. Yeah, but basically, was just saying, oh yeah, and thanks, uh, Banyas, for you know, jumping in. Oh, yeah, at the beginning. Yeah, so always appreciate anyone who chats. Always appreciate the comments too. So appreciate reading that. Um, I well, thank the audience yep. for joining me this week too. Always fun talking to you guys. Yep, we try yeah, to comment with all the the YouTube videos as well. Yeah. Um, for the likes, comments, and all that stuff. I just, it's crazy how much shows are watching for spring, considering how we didn't know anything going on this season, and now it's like we're almost as stacked as winter. Oh right. my god! I would say more stacked. Like I think mm. we got one more shows this season than we did last. Yeah, but, but I don't. Yeah. I have more shows in last season. <laughs> but still going strong. <laughs> so continue on yeah. for it. So we'll see you all next week. Bye, guys. Bye. 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 Bye.